Welcome, everybody, to another great episode of Two Beers and a Mic. Today, we try another cider from Austin East Ciders called the Blood Orange something or another. I Bloody. Don't know. We'll get more descriptive later. We have an interview with my man over here, Dan, Big D, as we like to call him. We got Big D into Big D. You know what they say. Anyway. Wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> he's here for uh dude just got a great life story um he's doing some pretty cool things in photography right about now it's things that you know we all wish we could do but we don't have the skills to do it yet but we will excited maybe. to have him yeah so he's on Thank with you. us excited um to be, excited to be here. and then on top of that to end the show we will be discussing some hot takes from our new producer george here for George. I was Let's about to say your last name in a very <laughs> <laughs> Taponis. 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 Anyway. JT. All right. This is another great episode of Two Beers and a Mic. Here we go. Hey, guys. How are you doing there, bud? Doing great, man. Doing great. Got a boy Dan here with us, man. Having a good time. Just got full off some brunch. Yeah. Had probably the best uh, coffee liqueur drink that I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Not going to lie. It was pretty good. Calypso. It was called a the, Calypso. At um, the H&G Supply Company. Yep. Uh, Greenville, Lower Greenville, Dallas. Uh, they have a couple um, restaurants around the Dallas area. So if you get a chance to go check them out. Farm to table yeah. place. Um, you know, no preservatives, none of that stuff. But we have on with us Dan the from man. New York. That's New York. And that is where I'm from. Um, why don't you just give us kind of a little rundown of yourself, Dan? A little rundown. Yeah. All Tell right. Tell us about yourself. Me, uh, hey guys. I think it's like the fourth time. Dan. Dan, Daniel, whatever it is you could call me. Uh I take pictures. Not just any pictures though. I'll just I'll just let you guys run with that. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I do I I take pictures uh, in the automotive industry, so I take photos of automobiles, cars, different types of cars, uh, predominantly in the uh, exotic luxury field or expertise, if you will. Um, if you nice. can name it, probably photographed it, most likely driven it, definitely been around it, and I love it. Bro's got a sick life. He also has the sickest model car collection I've ever seen. No joke. Ever. Have you seen, like, tell us. Well, okay, actually, before we get into the specifics, <laughs> we have a drink for all of us to try. We, instead of two people reviewing, we now have four. We have multiplied our number of workers here at Two Beers International Company uh, by two. two uh, so, <laughs> by two. Two so, by two. So we have, uh, you know, myself, Stone. Dan and our new producer George uh, over JT. here. He will be uh, reviewing as well. So let's grab our cider from the SOK sponsored mini fridge. Breeding and training the best Labradors for the modern day sportsman. Best UK Labradors for the modern day sportsman. That's what I do, by the way. Train train dogs. Okay, yeah. that's but like train and breed gun on dogs. a different level of oh, yeah. like yeah Petco. Yeah, yeah. Not quite. <laughs> here's like here's like Petco. We're just above Petco. <laughs> no, nah. no, no, we enjoy it, man. It's Miles fun. above Petco. So yeah. he he trains dogs to like for hunt tests and stuff, mm -hmm. and they're like like dogs that like 
are way out of my price range. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it was fun, man. It was a it was a niche that my cousin got into, and then I was like, hell yeah, I want to do that, and so I did. Just, can you do the opposite? Like, can dogs train, train him? him to, you mean? No, no, no. Like train <laughs> them to be <laughs> more docile. Or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're gonna they're gonna be very obedient. Because we like thrive ourselves on on the fact that they're family gun dogs. So like they will go out and crush a hunt with you and retrieve 50, 60 ducks and then come back in the home and, you know, sit on your lap. Cuddle with you on the couch. Four hours, yeah, and just let you rub their tummy. So not like your typical 90-pound lab or something like that. They're a lot smaller, a little more compact, a little more docile, so much more fun to work with. Fast, muscle, yeah. like Interesting. crazy. Yeah. But some days I do need some of these uh, bloody oranges to get me through the day. Amen, brother. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) So here, you guys want to pass that down. Uh, A little description. This is from Austin East Ciders. This is the blood orange cider. How do you like them apples? We love that phrase from them. You know, how do you like them apples? apples. You know what they say. You know what they say about apples. What do they say about apples? Apple a day keeps the doctor away from the man from the Big Apple. He will let you know about apples. Austin East Ciders, located in Austin, Texas. These are, have been some of the best and most enjoyable. Did you open I that did. already? So, I realized <laughs> that right as I did it, man. I'm so sorry. So that's okay. That's okay. Um, one of our favorite brands to try. Uh, we've we've liked all of them so far. Um, mm-hmm. At least what I've remember us ranking them. All of these guys. Yeah, we've had yeah. three now, I believe. Yes. Um. So so one of our favorites. Uh, this one is the blood orange version. Uh, so for all you ASMRs out there, ooh, that was a good one. Crispy. Sometimes we get some squirters over here, and they just squirt all yeah, over I'm you. Over, man. You know, so we will be uh, pouring these into our nice glasses. George, why don't you come over here and let me pour you some? Thank you, sir. You got him. Yeah. All right, this is this is Dan's. There you go. That's oh, for you. Thank you. Here we got. Here, I got a lot more over here. Oh, okay. Trying to get me drunk, dude. Those calypsos had me a little sideways at first. Whenever I got up, I was like, "Hang on now, yeah. hang on now. Let me it, find my feet." It's always when you stand up and you're like, "Oh, yeah. oh, I should not have been sitting down drinking this." So, uh, in all the matching glasses, boys, the rule is pinkies up always. Pinkies up and enjoy your drink. Mm-hmm. That's bomb. That's pretty good. That's. I'm a fan. That's a lot less dry than the, uh, I guess it is called a dry cider, the 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 regular like apple one. Right. This one's bomb. This it one. It actually tastes like a blood orange. Right. It's pretty dang good. And it's not nearly as dark as I thought it was going right. to be. Yeah. No. I thought this thing was going to come out pitch black. Yeah. What do you think, George? Tastes good? Tastes like juice. Tastes like <laughs> juice. <laughs> That white, uh, white cram peach juice. Bruh, yes, that is exactly what it tastes like. Or like, like those Welch, like you had said the other day, it was like those Welches that, like when oh, we were twelve, we got yes. to drink on New Year's. Yeah, <laughs> the Welches like grape cider yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that mess was the bomb. All right, boys. So how we do this is, uh, is a ranking one through ten. Uh, obviously, ten being oh bomb, but like nothing's ever really a ten unless you have something that literally makes you like nut nut in your pants. And when you drink it. Um, so unless this made you nut, George, we'll have to relay your message because you don't have a mic. But what would you give this one through ten? Eight. 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 Eight point zero. All right. All right. George Very gives smooth. us an eight stone. 
Man, I'm going to have to go with a 9.3. I'm a big fan of this one. This is very a good one. citrusy, very just light, it, but it also has like a creamy kind of taste to it, which was what I was hoping for because I wanted it to taste like a dreamsicle. Not quite yeah. dreamsicle, but it's creamier than what I expected. When we look at the cans and they give us like, they kind of give us an idea of like, okay, it could taste like this, but we're always like a little bit, not disappointed, but we definitely got our hopes up for something that's not as sweet for as... Sure. It really is because we always forget it is just a cider. Yeah, it's exactly. gonna have a hint of whatever the flavor is. It's not gonna be a dreamsicle. But right. all right, Dan, let me take one more taste. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead, man. Hey, we got more. If you want more, you know. Also, be thinking about the fact of whether it could be a lake beer, a beach beer, or a campfire beer. Campfire beer, like out in the cold. Yeah, out in the cold, sitting by a fire. You know, or out on lake beer. I was thinking more beach. I was, because of the citrusy aspect. Yeah. yeah. See, I think this is a mix. That Florida vibe. Yeah, man. I think it's a mix. I, I agree with George in Lake, but I also think I could like I could be by a campfire with like a big old Carhartt on. <laughs> Drinking one of these. Like it's definitely more of a, an atmosphere. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. I mean, I mean, we could agree that it's versatile. Maybe yeah. if you work in all those. Yeah. Areas. So Facts. it's the most versatile drink we've had on two beers. I probably would say so, honestly. Yeah. I'd give it a solid 8.5. 8.5. Okay. So we're, yeah. we're hovering in the 8.5 range on an like average. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a 9.2. So I think on average, we're probably around like an 8.6, 8.7 on this one. So definitely probably I a like top that, man. seven. Yeah. One that we've tried for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, as you can see, we have updated the studio just a tad. Uh, no more black foam panels as our background. We went and spent the big money on wallpaper, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got the sick background now. We got a little shelf up there. We will be displaying uh, from now on the different drinks that we try on that shelf, uh, probably in order of how much we like them to how little we like them. Might need a bigger shelf, but it's okay. We're going to need a bigger shelf. But you know what? There's always room for expansion mm -hmm. here at Two Beers International. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, now that we've gotten a little tipsy, uh, Dan. Tipsy off of sip. Sippy tipsy. Or actually, Stone, do you have any questions? Uh, why don't you start us off with some questions over there for the interviewee? Man, I, I didn't have anything specific for him planned today. I think it was more along the lines of just his industry and kind of what photographers have a very different mindset. They have a very different way of seeing things, sort of like an artist, Absolutely. right? And so I want to I wanna pick your brain a little bit and just know what got you into photography. Like, Because some people, everybody loves taking pictures. They love going home. They love seeing the pictures they took on their trip or something like that. But for these people that you're providing pictures for, it is, man, of one something very expensive to them and probably something very dear to them. Right. So how do you try to capture this amazing machine and just one image that is an excellent question um, which i do have an answer for but that's a great question i don't yeah. think i've ever asked, been asked it in that way how do i get it on one photo yeah good question stone good question great, great. nicely yeah. done Thanks. nicely done sweet, yeah. sweet, sweet. so um photography is an art absolutely and with all the different types of art it requires a certain eye, mm. a certain eye for certain things. And every car is, is 
not the same. Every car differs. And my job is just to take an already good-looking piece of art and make it look better to accentuate mm-hmm. certain features of the vehicle, certain highlights, whether that could be the paint, that could be the lines of the car, it could be the wheels of the car, it could be the interior, just fine little details. Right. Um, so finding a certain angle or certain background or a certain foreground mm-hmm. that helps to bring certain things out of the car to make things more evident because I've had certain times I'll take a photo and then the, you know, the recipient will look and say, wow, I never even noticed that about the car. So, right. and a lot of the times I won't even notice what I'm doing because it kind of just happens. Yeah. In the Organic, moment. Right. That's Organic. how your mind works. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird. So yes, there's thought that goes into it because I'll yeah. say, Hey, we're going to shoot the car here. We're going to shoot it at this time of day because of the sunlight, because of the angle of the sun or whatever, or lack thereof. Um, so I'll think about stuff like that. Mm. But once I start, I think personally it takes me like 20 minutes into the shoot. And then I'm like, hot. Yeah. Then you like, you're getting the now pictures that you yeah. know are good. So I'm starting, I'm warming up, getting the light, right. Getting the composition, right. The shutter speed, all the little, uh, details right getting everything dialed in right and then i just start heating up and then it's rapid fire boom 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 let's move the car let's do this let's do that because i'll know if a shoot if the if the shots are going to be bangers or not before i'm even done fair so yeah and there's there's oftentimes i'm like oh, i'm not feeling this i'm not gonna like these photos <laughs> yeah. so because it happens yeah and then the other times i'm like i can't wait to i can't wait to edit these oh. and i'll stay up all night editing them yeah just because you know that they're gonna look good and then they come out they come out crazy so it's 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 not necessarily hit or miss but there's good times there's bad times but they always come out great regardless but sometimes it's like perfect yeah yeah it's perfect well and that's the crazy thing because like nowadays i mean think about i don't know 30 years ago right i mean you couldn't like photographers had to rely solely on the camera Mm -hmm. and there was no source of editing there was no source of uh, uploading it to any kind of, you know, th- I mean, now we have these powerful MacBooks and uh, desktops and stuff that run at just insane, right? In have, can just do things that we can't even fathom. I mean, like we're we're running a podcast off a MacBook Pro right now, right? And like we think, oh my gosh, like that's huge. Simple. But the amount of things that, like, artistry wise, that just these computers can do nowadays. I mean, that's a whole nother world. Like before, Facts. photography was photography. <laughs> Now you add the skill of photography, and then on top the of engineering, that, <laughs> the ability, yeah, yeah. The, the ability to use these apps, to use these programs, to create a whole nother world that people didn't even couldn't even fathom back, like in in j- even two thousand, right. right? So like, I mean, that's where the artistry, I think, for me comes in. I mean, photography as an art is already in and of itself like amazing because not every i mean it takes a real special person a real special mind um to be able to do something like that and then on top of that to be able to take a photo that 30 years ago would have been perfection to a photographer and then you go in and make it even more so right like it's a it's kind of like you have two professions in one yeah. you're an editor and a photographer mm-hmm. and it just takes crazy part is you're capturing like emotion in the picture too like you're trying to create this 
story. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to create the story. So like, what, what does that process look like? So when, whenever, so say you're going up to a Lamborghini or a Rolls Royce, you're probably going to have two different story baselines that you're going to want to follow in order to bring out the maximum, like desired look. Yes. Of the vehicle. Another great question. And you said you didn't have anything. Prepared. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It's natural. Yeah, natural. Yeah. So um, great, great question. Yeah, because, and that goes back to my point of every car being different. So right. perfect that you chose Lamborghini and Rolls Royce because those are two cars that are on totally different ends of the spectrum. Right. Um, in terms of, not in terms of price point, but um, because they're both in the higher end. Right. Um, in terms of price point, but in terms of emotion and looks and size right absolutely yeah way big difference so lambos you know you have they're more aggressive smaller way smaller compared to your rolls royce uh more aggressive more sporty looking and then you have the rolls royce which is elegant large yeah literally just amazing if you've never seen a rolls royce in in person or up close it'll definitely surprise you because those are large really like on the inside both inside and out they're very you know your hood of your standard Rolls Royce. Well, you guys are you guys are tall. Yeah, yeah. So for me, what are you six? Six three? four. Yeah, six, six three. Four? Yeah, I'm here with like NBA players. <laughs> I'm the shortest. They make me feel short. <sighs> but anyways, uh, yeah, it comes up real high. For really? Me. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, Rolls Royces are, are are big vehicles from far away, and in videos, they, you it doesn't really come through, but they're bigger vehicles. So, you know, with a Rolls Royce, you want to capture the elegance. There's not too much going on with lines and curvature. Rolls Royces are more square. Right. Up front, at least. In the back, they, they smooth off. Um, and, you know, you have your iconic suicide door. So you want to get the suicide door yeah, shot. of course. Of, of that. The umbrella. Yes, and the doors. <laughs> the umbrella and the umbrellas. doors. Was that like a $20,000 umbrella? To be honest, I'm not quite sure of the price point. I wouldn't want to say the wrong thing because <laughs> they come from me. They come See, from. This is where you come in, George. Fact check it for us. Yeah. <laughs> you got your phone on you? Can you look up how much a Rolls Royce umbrella costs? For I want to guess and say five grand. Might be more. It's something crazy. That's I know so that. Wild. But yeah, but you yeah. want to get that. You want to capture that photo, right? You want to get all of that, and especially, and it also depends what the photos are going to be used for. Mm. If it's just someone, say, you know. You have a role. It's like, hey, Dan, you know, I want a print of my car. Boom, that's fine. Cool. We'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Versus we're trying to get this car sold mm. or we're trying to uh, get this car sold but also show, you know, potential clientele and future clientele and existing clientele what we have. Right. What? $750? Yeah, we were. Okay. That was all right. Still. Still way over for an umbrella. For an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, as you were saying. Uh, um. Yeah, so it all it all depends on what the photos are being used for. If these are uh, inventory, if these are mm. inventory photos, or if these are just gonna be uh, posted to showcase the car, or if right. it's going for personal use, they're they're different types of photos. So when I'm doing an inventory photo or, or or a shoot for a car that's gonna be sold, I'm shooting in a way different style, so to speak. Um, and less creative, creatively, okay. um, in comparison to you hitting me up for a shoot of your car because you just want to post it or or just print yeah. it or, or whatever the case may be. So there's the main difference: it's a quantity of photos, and it's more straightforward and to the point. Mm. So you know the difference would be: I have this water bottle. 
Right. And I'm just taking photos of this part, this part, this part, you know, and little, just make little adjustments and right. take a whole bunch of photos versus I have the water bottle over there, frame it, take a picture of the water bottle like that, take a picture of the water bottle like that. You guys can't see that, but you, use your imagination. Um, just marketing it differently. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I would explain that to the best of my ability. For sure. Um, because a lot of it, man, to be completely honest with you, just comes. Yeah. And I don't see In the that, moment. Yeah, I yeah. don't see that to sound like cocky or anything like that yeah. because by no means I am not. Um, not the greatest photographer out there. I still, I'm still i still learning every time I take photos. Uh, I try to stay as, as humble as I can. He's only 27, folks. He's got it the rest of his life yeah, <laughs> to learn. Yeah, got to a long line ahead. Yeah. So... Um, that's that's all it is, and I've learned what works and what doesn't mm. in the in the process of trial and error. Um, make those mistakes, especially for the people who want to get into it. Don't be afraid to make the mistakes, because that's how I kind of found my style. Like I mm. think I'm constantly changed. I don't really even think I have a style. Your niche. In terms of like editing and shooting. Yeah. Even though people will say, "Hey, I knew this was your shot." Like even today, I got a DM. Someone sent me a photo. They're like, "Is this your picture?" Like, because, you know, people will steal photos and post yeah, them on the yeah. pages. And I get that all the time. Like, I got this. Someone DM'd me something from TikTok that had, like, 7 million views. And it was just my photos. And I was like, wow. And I don't even Dang. use TikTok. Yeah, see? So that stuff happens. But people have that eye. People that support me are able to tell. They're like, yo, didn't you take these? These look like your style of photo. Yeah. That's so, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Yes, they are. So um, where was I going with that? Yeah, the trial and error and just learning what works because I taught myself how to do this. A lot mm. of people, you know, might go to school. There's nothing wrong with going to school for it, but kind of happened. And to answer one of your first questions, how did I get into it? So my grandfather was a photographer. Oh, sick. Yeah. So, so was mine. There you go. Yeah, so that's it, sick. He kind of ran in the family. Um, he's He had a bunch of books on it, his film stuff. I used to mess with his stuff. That's cool. Um, and my mom used to tinker with it back in the day as well really yeah so it kind of happened and then how the cars came in my dad he had shops and uh, okay. he was into racing oh so yeah i was all i was always around cars my first word believe it or not was actually car that's sick yeah so i could call my mom i could call parents up right now and put them on yeah to have them they'll back it yeah, yeah a lot of people don't <laughs> believe me a lot of people are like no way so but yes my first word was car so as you know, I grew older and matriculated. When I put the two together, they're like, okay, yeah, they're like, we, it makes sense. Right, right, it right. Made sense. So, um, yeah, started out taking pictures of my buddies' cars, like just, just in high school or in college. So this or? was the beginning of college. Okay. In high school, I mean, I started out taking pictures of people. Right. So you know, just just like everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Just for portraits, fun. things yeah. like that. Trying yeah. to figure it out. Trying to be creative. Trying to be different. For sure. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I love cars. Let's let, let me try, you know, automotive stuff. So I was like, hey, bro, you know, let's let's take some photos of cars. And I think my first car was 2016. I want to say that was. Remember what it was? A Volkswagen, a Golf, Volkswagen Golf R. Okay. So and that was. Shout out Leo if you watch this. It was Leo's car. Leo, um, we're gonna put you onto two beers and a mic. Yeah, You're gonna you be a subscriber. To, but yeah. Come on, Leo. Click that button. It's going to be... It's going to be right... Right there. Ding! Right there. <laughs> yeah. So that was the first one, and it came out pretty nice. It came out pretty nice, not going to lie, for 
my skill your, level. Yeah, at the for time. your very first one. Yeah, I was yeah. very happy. I was very pleased with it. But when I look back at it, I'm like, eh, I could see what I could have done better with. Yeah. Which I always do. I constantly oh, reflect sure. and see where I can improve. And then from there, I probably did maybe like half a dozen in town shoots. Mm. And then I just stopped and I'm like, I want more out of this. Yeah. So, uh, what I did was I started to reach out to people. Mm. I started to DM people. I even made a few calls to like dealerships and, and such. Um, but it was mainly Instagram DMs, 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 hundreds. Um, no joke, like literally hundreds of DMs, man. And at a point I was like, yeah, I'm just going to give up because people left me on red. Uh, people would just straight out say no. Or yeah. People would lie and be like, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll work something out and then never hear from them. Right. So, but all it takes is one because that's literally all it took. Facts. Yeah. Just took one guy, great guy, still friends with him to this day. Jay, if you watch this, you already know because I tell you I appreciate you all the time, but I appreciate <laughs> you. Um, so, yeah, I reached out to this gentleman. His name was Jay, is Jay. And he was like, yeah, man. And at that point, I had, because I used to, I always, one thing, I always have my camera with me. Mm. And a couple of times, there were two times I, I stumbled on, like, Lamborghinis in parking lots. Right. So, and they were very nicely parked, and I was able to finesse it to where it looked like a photo shoot. So, right. And right. I had become pretty decent with Photoshop by that time. So, I was able to, you know, remove the lines in the parking lot and oh, nice. move some things around <laughs> yeah. so it looked like more legit. It, right. So, yeah. you couldn't tell, like, oh, he took a photo of a Lamborghini in a parking lot. So, I, that's what I started to do because I had to make things happen one way or the other, you know. And then I built a decent enough, uh, portfolio which was my instagram page at the time follow and my man on instagram at great g-r-e-a-t dot d-t great d-t so yes that's me thank you we'll put the link in the uh description in the description thank you guys i appreciate you guys yeah absolutely so um yeah i reached out and then he was like yeah man you know i love your stuff i love your style it's pretty clean let's meet up at like a cars and coffee and then we'll shoot afterwards so i was like all right cool Met up with him, super down to earth guy. He had a Lambo at the time, you know. Just had one at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just had he's, one. He's gone through. He's <laughs> gone up. He's gone up since then, but yeah. had a Lambo at the time. Yeah, yeah, you know, shitty so, little um, Lambo. Yeah, man. We we met, uh, vibed out, had a lot of um, similarities and 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 uh, common likes and stuff like that. So, and then we shot, and then after that, man. I think he had asked me, he was like, hey, how much do you pay? I mean, how much do you charge? And I was like, charge? And that's another thing. I never, a lot of people start doing photography in general. For free? That, but oh, with the sorry. mentality of, I'm doing this to make money. Mm. Yeah. I was never like that. Like, everybody always asked me how much I charge, because I never was like, I wouldn't, I won't hit you up. I won't be like, hey, hey, Stalin, like, I want to shoot your after, but you have to pay, you have to, um, you have to pay me. This is my, yeah, yeah. this is my fee. If I reach out to a person, I'm not expecting anything because I'm reaching out to you. Right. Versus you, you reaching know. Reaching out to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like you have your your, your dog thing. Right. So I'm sure you could yeah. understand. For sure. So, yeah, I'm just like, hey, I just want to take photos of your car. I'd love to, you know, photograph the car. Um, <laughs> just love the opportunity. That's how, like, my pitch. I would just copy and paste the yeah. same thing to everyone else. But, yeah, fast forward. I finished the shoot. He's like, how much you charge? I was like, charge? 
And then boom, light bulb. You know, he gave me a couple bucks. Yeah. Thank you for that as well. <laughs> um, and then it just opened me to a network. I met a, ho- a whole bunch of his buddies. And then he also had connections with um, some s- pages on social media that were pretty large, are pretty large, millions of followers. And then I got posted on a bunch of pages. That's awesome. Yeah. And then it was just a perpetual domino effect that's still knocking dominoes down to this day. Yeah. So if, if it wasn't for that, I would st- I'd still be in it, but I don't know where in the game I'd be at this moment. Uh, right. So what I tell people is, you know, be a people person. It's not all it's not all about the camera because essentially anyone can pick up a camera, anyone can learn. And like I said, I'm not I don't think of myself as some elite, you know, photographer. People DM me all the time, people hit me up, I share advice i message people back but a lot of people with large followings don't message people back and right they gatekeep stuff and you know i try to be as um charitable i try to return and give back because i don't see myself as better than anyone else i just have a passion i'm able to do it as a job now as one of my jobs now and you know i have something i love and i'm able to do it so and other people aspire to do it i'm gonna help put you on to gate to game as well and Everyone's able to to win, man. Yeah, that's yeah. how it is in a lot of industry in a lot of industries these days. Is people just gatekeep the mess out of whatever you know, whatever contacts or things like that that they have, whether it's construction or whether it's photography yeah. or whether it's dogs. Man, it's everybody just is like, oh no, because if if I give it to you, then you're gonna beat me. Right. I think that's kind of like a well, a different granted, mindset. I agree with you. Some but of them, yes. Uh, I don't think you should tell every person everything no. because some people I feel like when I come across a person who I can tell genuinely wants to learn more and is really just looking for straight up help yeah. versus that person who's looking for an edge and trying to steal your business right yeah because you can always tell the, the difference especially when you meet someone in person you can tell their intentions like when I meet younger guys they're just like man I have no idea how to get this motion blur in this in this photo I've tried everything and I'm just stuck I'm just like man you do this, blah, 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 boom. Oh, man, thank you thank so you. much. Yeah. Versus a lot of guys, you know, who have crazy looking content and they'll never tell anyone how they get it. I understand you want to stay unique, but I feel like when you get to a certain uh, position. Yeah. And like a level, certain level. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's going right. to beat you're you at your there. own stuff. You're, right. yeah. you're already there and you've established yourself in your sphere of influence. There's space. For, there's millions. There's billions of people on Earth. Yeah, you're not the only one. I'm not the only one taking photos of cars. No, there's people way above me. There's people at the same level. There's people below me. But I mean, I f- kind of view people Equal. at the same level. Yeah. The only difference is who you know. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like your network because well, that's you helping someone with motion blur is not going to catapult them to ten times the right able p- photographer that you are. Like exactly, you just helping someone out. They a you made a contact. B if they ever do become you know, super huge and they start trusting people and they start reaching out to people and they start, you know, learning different things. And then guess what? Maybe you have a question about something. They help you out. Maybe they're like, hey, this man helped me other than that one a-hole that, you know, wouldn't tell me how to fix my shutter. We, I don't even know the terms, but you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, speed. Like fix my shutter speed or anything like that. He's like, well, I'm not going to reach out to him, but, you know, maybe I need someone to help me out with this shoot. Right. Oh, I'm going to hit up, you know, I'm going to hit up Dan. You know, he helped me with this. You know, it's just that stuff goes a long way. And that literally, that's exactly how it happens. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly how it happens. So, because a lot of people ask me, oh, how, how, how? I'm like, listen, man, just be a good person. 
yeah, there's some skill needed and necessary. You can't just not know what you're doing. Yeah. But if if people don't want to have you around as a person, they're not going to have you around. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been places and events and circles where the gap of net worth is astronomical, to say the least. And the conversations you're hearing are insane. And I'm just like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Type of thing. So, But I've been blessed with a skill set and blessed with meeting such nice people yeah. that I'm able to be in these these circles and, and events and such. So, um, right. Cause your client relation is huge. It's going to be, that's going to be your biggest thing of any, yeah, any business that you're trying to run. So it doesn't matter what you could be an average Joe at your business, but if your client relation is amazing, then you're going to have success regardless. Well, I and feel. also I think like something that like all four of us can agree on and not, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but, um, like, you know, I think we all believe God puts us in situations that we're able to thrive in. For sure. And there are people out there that you like at the time you might be like, damn, like I really messed it up with this person or, you know, this person was not nice to me and I'm really upset about it because he could have catapulted me to such and such place, such and such time, you know, such and such area in my life. Well, you know, the way we all like to think is God had a reason for not putting you there. You know, that could have put you in a world of drugs, could have put you in a world of crime, could have put you in a world of like you know, tax evasion, ta- like who knows what that dude was into, was into and would have taught you or, tr- you know, tried to make you do or like, I mean, there's just, I mean, obviously it's all hypothetical, but you know, there's reasons why things happen and you may not understand it now. You will understand it later. You will figure it out. And you know, there might be someone small that you help out. Like, like you said with the guy with the motion blur or whatever. And you know, like I said, he may, put you on to someone that changes your life. Yeah. You know, or you might have changed his life. Yeah. Right? In a situation where he was he was struggling with something so much that people were like, you know what? Like I'm not gonna go with him because he doesn't know how to work with that. And you know, especially shooting cars and stuff, that motion blur, that's huge. Yeah. At least I think. I don't know. It is. It is. When you're capturing it, something that's it, moving. Right? Yeah. Like it's it's something that you it's essential to these specific types of photographs. Yeah. And something that like you taught him may have changed his life. Maybe he was about to quit photography because he couldn't freaking figure it out. And now he's doing it for his lifestyle. You know, there's always hypotheticals, but, you know, I think we can all agree that, like, God puts us in positions where we're going to thrive. And if we're not, if it's a situation that we may not agree with, but eventually we'll understand, hey, it was was this way for a reason. Oh, yeah. You know? For sure. Yeah. Thrive or fail, he puts you there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. But another question I had was kind of like a more not in-depth question, but more along the lines of what accessory pieces or pieces that you wouldn't normally fix your eyes on, what pieces do you like to bring out that change the mood or like the vision of like the photograph that you're taking of cars? What are pieces that people wouldn't look at a car and be like, Oh my gosh, like I never noticed that before that you like to point out because it changes the way the vehicle or the photograph looks. Great question. You guys have some great questions. Uh, there's a, there are a few. Uh, one, I like to highlight carbon fiber parts 
Mm. Um, sometimes they're more subtle than you would expect. Yeah. Sometimes you you won't be able to look at a car and tell, oh, that whole entire panel, or the whole entire car for that matter, is carbon fiber. Because a lot of times with the higher end cars, there are a lot of carbon, the whole in exterior of the car is carbon fiber, but it's also tinted and or painted over so you can't really tell. Yeah. So if I can get a close up, accentuate that along with the combination of the angle of the sun or whatever the case may be, there's that or or small detail in the paint that yeah. you can't tell from far away. I'll do a close up, like if there's special metallic flake or gold flake. Oh, this one time, speaking, going back to the carbon fiber, there was this one car, it's a one of one, fully uh, carbon fiber Lamborghini Huracan with a wide body. It's Jeez, carbon fiber. That's insane. With 24 karat gold infused into it. What the heck? That's sick. Yeah. That so mofo has too much money. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the photo's in the phone somewhere, but seeing that, like from far away, it looks like a faded gold. Yeah. But when you get up close and actually see the gold specks, is yeah. it specks? No, it's like strands. It's weaved yeah. in. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's insane. Oh my god. It's, it's, it was literally a day of like up close, literally yeah, looking just right here. Yeah, it's insane, man. So I had a field day with that one. Uh, uh, wheels. I mm. like to get close-ups of wheels because there's a lot of t different types of wheels. You have two-piece, you have three-piece, you have floating, concave, convex, whatever the case may be, deep dish, one-piece. Um, I like to accentuate or highlight certain unique aspects of unique wheels. Mm. Uh, what else? Interior detail. You have different, you know, you also have carbon fiber inside. You have Alcantara, different types of leathers, color stitching. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like the stitching depending on the spec of the car. Some owners, you know, spec their cars nice and tastefully where they have uh, a nice... It could be a uh, complementing or a contrasting color yeah. on the inside with the stitching, and it's like, hmm. Like a gaudy color. Right. It's <laughs> like, oh, I never thought that would work, yeah. but it works. Yeah. yeah. And then you... I like to show that because most people never see the interiors of the car. Yeah, true. So I like to take my time on the interior from the dash to the steering wheel to the center console to the trim to the material ever the different materials from the leathers the alcantara carbon fiber whatever have you and just the small stuff anything yeah. small that you wouldn't see from up close i mean from far away or at all for that matter because a lot of these cars a lot of cars that i've taken pictures of i've never seen outside of taking pictures of right them. so I try to do my best to give the audience that experience. As much as possible. As much. I try to give them as much information, what's in this car, engine detail, interior detail, wheels, all the small, all the little stuff, so they could really say, wow, I know what this car looks like. Yeah. This is a faraway shot, which you can still see stuff, but you can't. You know? Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. For sure. That's sick. What's been one of your favorite cars to shoot? Okay. I know you have a favorite. Okay, okay. You probably have a top three. Your list. favorite, your favorite. So you had said you have like Lamborghinis, which are the more like beast slash sport yeah. look. Mm -hmm. Then you have like Rolls Royce, like Stone said, that are more like classy, like like a distinguished stuff like right. that. So so separate them. Mm -hmm. Say okay. So your favorite like sporty beast like look, and then like your favorite like classic, just timeless you know, vintage vibe. A push Yeah. Very. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Unless you have one that's just like one sticks out and. This is tough. 
to narrow down. I mean, yeah, there's so many. I mean, I I I have them. You don't have to pick one. You can yeah, just rattle ahead. them off. Yeah, man. name name okay. us one. So or probably two or three. my favorite shoot. My favorite shoot recently would probably have to be Bugatti Chiron uh, Super Sport 300 Plus. So that car is one of 30 in the world, <coughs> one of seven in the United States. And I think I shot the third one to come into America. Chiron, uh, yeah, C H I R O N. Three hundred uh, super sport. So SS. Yeah, SS, and then put three hundred in the plus sign. Yeah. So. Good lord. She wrong. Sorry. I yeah. yeah. She wrong. And that car went. That's a world record car currently. Or did no? Koenigsegg just broke the record like a month ago. Mm. Again. So, but prior to that, they were the fastest with three hundred and four mile an hour speed run. Oh my. Uh, Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. We definitely need to put a picture at the top of there. Yeah. So that way they can see it. No doubt. No doubt. Was it that color? Yeah. It was the the black with the orange. All 300 pluses are that same spec. Okay. So they're all, that looks black, but there's carbon fiber. Oh, oh, that would be sick. Dang. Especially under like street lights in the city. See, now I can see where you like the city a little bit. You see the cars driving underneath, just reflecting off of a... So I'll pull it up so you can see it real quick. See, I think one of the sickest things that I've noticed on your pictures are just brake lights. Like when you accentuate just like the sick... Like brake lights on like a regular like, you know... Like whatever, like a Toyota Camry or like a Honda Civic, or, or you Nissan know, just yeah, Nissan Altima. Does someone drive one of those? George. Hey man, timeless <laughs> Nissan Altima, reliable. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, just like when he brings out that, just like I don't even know how to describe it, like the reddest red you've ever seen, just like it's just vibrant, just like mean, like a mean, yeah, like that's sick, like just one line. Oh my gosh, dude! Right. Is that it? Is that yeah? The that's the car. That's the car. Oh my gosh! I'll show you the front, bro. What do you think this car was valued at? So this car was worth, I think this spec was a six or seven million. I could be off, but I know the retail. Oh, I, I thought think, you were about to say six or seven hundred thousand, and no, you no, said no, no, million. I, the retail, I believe, is three and change. I think it's like three point two, retail. And then when you spec it out, you know, do your add-ons. Uh-oh. If you want the Only gloss three. carbon fiber, or matte carbon fiber, or whatever additional uh, upgrades or add-ons you want to put to the car, it could go up to five million. But this one, I want to say it's probably around five or six. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. Uh, yeah, but it's fast and loud. Yeah. So yeah, this shoe obviously was in a warehouse. We t- it was in a crate. That's how it was. It was in a crate. It comes off a plane. Yep. In a box. And we open up the box and God. Yeah. George so asked if he was there for the unboxing of it and he was like, Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we take it out of the crate and it gets driven out. And it's also there's a video being made. Do I have the video in here? Yes. So a short little intermission for the yeah, here let me let me uh, make the sound for the for the viewers 
that was like the little teaser video. That's sick. Um, I'll show you guys some stuff afterwards so we don't kill too much time with that. But that one was a very surreal shoot. Uh, Cause that was like my first official Bugatti shoot. I've taken some photos of Bugatti's prior with other people, but that was the first time I got called like, Hey, I want you to come out and do this. Yeah. Mm. So I was just like, huh? so is that your moment that, that where was, you were like, okay, yeah, I'm making it doing well. Yeah. I, was, I appreciated the consideration. I was like me, like me. And I know there's other people. Yeah. So, um, and I think this was the second time I had done an unboxing of a Bugatti. The first one I did was crazier looking than this. It was this car. Why don't I have? Oh my gosh. See, I like that one even better. Yeah, oh my so this gosh. Is, this is a Bugatti <laughs> Devo. There's one, that's one of 40 in the world. Not sure how many of these are in America, but I'm pretty sure it's more than the other one. It's more than seven. But, um, yeah, this this is a funny story about this car because Bugatti never posted these photos. I hope I'm not supposed to not talk about this, but I'm talking about it. Oh, well. Um, you didn't sign the NDA? I didn't. So They can't legally yeah. sue you about uh, it. I don't think there'd be any. Uh, breaking news on two beers and a mic. Uh, <laughs> this is never before heard information Bugatti before. Bugatti is suing two beers and a mic. And so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, hey, I'll take it. There you um, go. But yeah, what were you going to say? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I hope hope the photo doesn't get deleted now. But so this is what the car looks like, right? Yeah. So the owner didn't want the apparently, allegedly, this is what I just heard through the grapevine. The owner didn't want the photos to be posted because they didn't he didn't want people to know what his spec, what his car looked like. So which is completely fine. It's why would he do that, though? I have no idea. Um, That was my same question. Why? And the answer I got was because he can. So I hate that answer. Yeah. So That's what I my was dad like, oh. used to say to me. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. So they weren't gonna <clears throat> post this, and I was pretty bummed because this was the first one I did. So this was before the one I just showed you. So what I did was I photoshopped it. Black. Yeah. Which I kind of personally like it better black. So that's what it looks like, and oh. then it black. Did they let you do it then? It looks mean. So I like two years passed before I even like posted it. And then I posted it, and then Bugatti hits me up. No. Yeah, but it was good. They oh. were like, hey. They're like, oh, hey, uh, send us those. Yeah. And I was just like, hmm, sure. Sure. So, uh-huh. and then they post it, and then it was a huge controversy because, like I said, there's only 40 of these cars. So, and then the diehard Bugatti fans and people who, like, have a registry of these cars and follow these cars know every, every different spec because there's no car that looks like another one. No. They're all different. So there's That's one cool. that looks like this, but it's not black and red. It's black and it has blue uh, features. Oh. So this one I did had red. And then people were, Bugatti posted on their page and so many people in the comments were like, That's photoshopped. How could you post that? That's not real. You guys don't even know the cars you make. Da, 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 da. And it's still up there on the page. And then so I got so many DMs, good and bad haters. Yeah. And I was like, I can't read all of these. But they posted it. And it was it was it was it was fine. So that's that's annoying though. Well, not I I can understand it from like the diehard fans' perspective and just like wanting to stay true to like what is actually out and not trying to create this you know 
imagine it imaginative right. car or anything like that so i totally i get that but in the sense that he didn't want his specs to be shown like why uh, let's just say that client is a very very i just won't disclose who he is yeah for sure he's no. a very when i tell you that man has thousands of cars billions of dollars in cars billions of dollars in cars well i could totally see why, why because to to know i mean it's got to be some sort of rush in a way to know in your mind okay yeah we may have like there may be 40 of these models mm-hmm. worldwide but, I have, but I have the one in this spec and it's the only one yeah that knowing that and knowing no one can copy you yeah. i do kind of yeah for sure now it it's is frustrating one of 40, but it's one of one of 40. Yeah, it's definitely. frustrating for you because you just spent all this time and effort taking these photos and for him to be like, oh, I don't want them out there. Well, so it was, he didn't say that to me. It went through the dealer. Yeah. And then the dealer was like. Hey, so the dealer contacted you to take pictures. Yeah, yeah. So they, okay. we had posted them. They went up and then they got deleted. And I was like, yo, what happened? Like, yeah. They're, they're deleted and they're like, yo, like he reached out. He was like, nah, he doesn't want them up. Mm. And I completely understand. I wasn't bummed at all. Mm. I was like, okay, because I always find a way around it, which yeah. is that. I was like, I'll just Photoshop them. And I just sat on them for literally two years. Posted them after everyone forgot, and that's how it it worked out. I did that uh, with a different car too, which raised not as much controversy, but a lot of people were confused. Mm. So that car, so that was probably that was this car. Yeah, yeah, the which is the uh-huh. all new Lamborghini Countach, which Countach, Countach, yeah, which there are a hundred and twelve of. Countach this, yeah, literally. <laughs> Can't touch this. So yes and no. So no because he, it depends on the owner. It could literally stay in his garage his whole his whole life. So and he rarely. I've only seen. I I saw it in person one time after that, at the dealership for service, and I was like, oh hey, would you look at that? We meet again all these years later. Uh, but on the streets, you're not seeing it. No. no. So, yeah. I just did, I did this for Valentine's Day. Oh, that's dope. That's Is that it. really pink? No, but you can't tell. Oh, but you can't tell. Yeah. Because you're a pro. That's sick. Yeah. So, uh, Bugatti, two beers and a mic is looking for sponsorships. Uh, we would love a two beers. Uh, a Bugatti to Bugatti. match the Raptor. Uh we we're always <laughs> i know it's even if you want to send difference. us like even if you want to send us like a keychain we'd love it yeah uh we're always those. looking for <laughs> those go for we'll shout you out too. They do. They you do. know we have a large reach across the internet so uh you know we'll <laughs> probably more than you have so uh <laughs> we'll shout we'll shout we'll shout you out yeah um <laughs> we'll make sure to have you on one time or another yeah if you want to come on just reach out you know there is a fee but yeah you could just pay us in a bugatti it will yeah. be fine yeah. yeah bugatti payments are always accepted. i'll take the cheapest bugatti you got i'm with him i'll take it cheapest bugatti is probably like a million million and yeah it's like a high mileage bugatti veyron which is the like early 2000s model. I'll take that one. Yeah. Unless you find like one with a salvage title 
with super high miles. I'll take that one. For maybe like <laughs> 900. I wonder what super high miles would be considered for those kind of cars. Like 30,000. Oh my God. See, but that's the it, problem. But, but you know what's crazy is like what a lot of things people don't consider when buying those cars is like, like even, even just to say, oh, I have a Lexus. Their oil changes are like oh, yeah. two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollars, for Bugatti. Yeah, an oil change, <laughs> fifty thousand dollar oil change. So, <laughs> yeah, like, like, I wouldn't even want to pay three hundred for like a Lexus oil change. I pay like eighty five <laughs> for my truck, man, and then you Lucky. go in with fifty thousand. Because it's the name. It's literally... Yeah. No, for and real. it's not a crazy process. It's literally just an oil change. Yeah. They might have a bunch of drain plugs. They might literally have a dozen different drain plugs, but it's not a long process. Same thing for like Lambos. They just have a whole bunch of different drain plugs, but it's the same process as the regular car. You just drain it out, change mm-hmm. the filter, fill it back up, yeah, and you're done. It's so just like wiping your ass. You do it front, you do it to the back. Don't matter. It comes out the same. All right, George has a question. We will relay. So George asked if a lot of car enthusiasts are outside the U.S. Hundred percent. So do you get contacted from like out of the United States to come and shoot? So he asked if uh, Dan gets contacted outside the U.S. to come and shoot uh, internationally. Like as he photos gone, as he oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yes. Have you gotten noticed for it, like out of the internationally? United yeah. So um, let's think of a few. Like, for example, when I get posted by Bugatti, you know, Bugatti's located in France. That picture got, like, 500. I, I think I was posted on Bugatti, like, three times. So, well over a million different views and likes. Um, I don't know the exact figure, but there was this one shoot, my most, my most viral shoot of all time. It was, like, four years ago. It was a, a GTR Skyline R34. All black. Nismo. Paul Walker, baby. Yeah, yeah. All oh. black. That got tens of millions of likes and reposts and everything. Like I would say, I have a saved folder like in my Instagram. I still haven't tallied up all of the likes because it's gonna take me a long time. But it's tens of millions. Yeah, we that's, understand that's that crazy. process. Yeah. We yeah. count tens of millions of likes on us. <laughs> sure do. We count up tens of tens of likes on our <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, we get that process. Totally. Yeah, totally understand. It, it sucks, man. I mean, like when you have hard work. likes on your stuff, it's hard work. It's, it, it, uh, it literally is. Man. It's really hard to tally all that stuff. You know, twenty of them are fake accounts made by your mom. Yeah. No, for real. That's no. true. So, and still to this day, I'll see them pop up. I'm like, dang, it's crazy to see photos like old photos from me and that 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 are getting credited so that's i saw the ones that get credited but i don't see and people have sent me like oh they posted your set and it has like quarter million likes but i don't have any credit like i used to dm people or comment like oh those are my photos but i'm just like if people don't have the common dcc justice like you're not losing anything from crediting who the creator yeah the the photographer right and they always do right Sometimes people will comment it and be like, oh, those are right, and then tag me in it, and I'll be like, thank you, and then they'll change it. But at a point, I just was like, people aren't going to stop. So Well, as soon as you post it, do you lose the ability for it to be your private property? Technically, yeah, because every it's a free-for-all on social media. Anyone can screenshot 
Um, That's the hard part about being a photographer. Right. Screenshot, screen record. What's that one word you guys use? Copyright? Not copyright, but trademark. Trademark? Watermark. 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 Yeah, you can watermark, but... A lot of people will get upset at that. Like, there are a lot of people in the dog... Just because a lot of people in the dog world do that with their photos, they'll make a fat watermark over it. And it's like, why? Like... It messes it up. Yeah. So, but there's ones you can put in the corner or out of the way, but... I could screenshot that and crop it out. Yeah. Oh, dude, Photoshop can take off. Or, or just crop it out that. immediately. Yeah. 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 It ain't hard. <laughs> it's, it's hard to keep your intellectual property and digital property, which is kind of why we had all that whole NFT stuff, mm. um, that whole NFT boom, because I think that's what it was kind of centered around, ownership of your your electronic property. Have you ever thought about doing that? Create or making your photos into an NFT? Yes, but no. Yes, I have to answer your question. Yes, but would I? Would I? Maybe one because one maybe because I do need to do some more reading up about it. Because if we do look at all those initial, like the monkey or the ape, or yeah, that first those guys crazy cut apes. and run. It was you know classic bait and switch, and it's kind of fizzled out in comparison to what it was when it started out. Yes. It was a very quick money grab, and those guys were extremely, insanely smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and not acquired to, a lot of wealth through Right, it. right. Not to say, not to discredit NFTs, NFT owners, NFT uh, Trading, makers. Yeah. Right. But you have to be careful when it comes to NFTs. So what I do know is if you're going to look into in- investing into an NFT, you're buying an NFT, you have to look at the utilities mm. which equates to the benefits what do you get from it right so i'm sure you guys know who gary v is right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. boom gary v's nfts like oh you buy my nfts the utilities you get a backstage pass at a gary right. show you get a one-on-one with gary you get v, benefits you get, from owning right, these nfts exactly. that are made by these certain people or exactly. artists or whatever yeah so it works in your the favor. maps have one as well to where or i believe where if you uh uh, own a certain NFT that they that you get a cert like one free game a year or something like that like things like that yeah. that would be super cool versus yeah. like oh I'm gonna buy this NFT of an ape just because I know it's gonna resale resell but that's it so it's like Pokemon cards yeah literally just so, digitally yeah so it could potentially resell but what is giving the value the value is only given by the hype behind mm. it but that's crazy that's like how the whole world is technically yeah like things aren't things are only worth what they are because someone said they were we say them <laughs> yeah. you know so like realistically like you can't do it because it's trademark but if you put that that one-on-one i could i could do it i could definitely do it it could potentially but it all depends on the volume of people willing to buy so the digital art stuff like that funky weird kind of looking art stuff did really well because there's more people in the world i think that would be willing to purchase that in comparison to a photo of a car so not there's anything wrong with a car but just the market for abstract art is bigger than the market for people looking for those kind of vehicles so that's kind of a real niche area yeah like if i showed people that car they'd be like yeah that's a nice car but if you, it's a kind of if you know, you know type of thing. Mm, so yeah. certain people will look at it and say, wow, I know there's only 30 of those in the world. But you show somebody who has no idea, they'd be like, oh, that's just a nice car. Or, but you show that same person a photo of an ape 
with dollar signs and a crazy, you know, abstract, oh, that's fire. Like, I need that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. which is why that stuff did uh, so well. So, I would have to be, I would have to have some serious reach, which is not impossible. But, again, I want to be realistic and I want to, not that it's something that I wouldn't do in the future, but right now, I'm not really thinking about that now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before uh, before we move on to anything else, I have a couple more questions, and it's really just like explaining kind of you know your stuff. I know we want to talk about Dubai, mm-hmm. your trip to Dubai, and your model car collection. But if Stone has any other uh, photography uh, questions, shoot, I'm out. Um, whatever you have left, man, you got to give me your other uh, your elegant car. Oh yeah, your favorite elegant oh. car. The Chiron was the just beast. I would lo- I would own a I would definitely love to own a Lamborghini just like the next guy over here. But if I were to pick between a Lamborghini and a Rolls Royce, I'm gonna have to go with a Rolls Royce just because I like rolling in style a little bit more, you know. So you're a Ferrari guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can always tell too. Lamborghini guys and Ferrari guys are way different guys. Yeah, but elegant car. Lamborghini guys are dudes with spiked up hair and frosted tips <laughs> and Oakley sunglasses. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and uh, pit vipers. <laughs> yeah, Ferrari guys are like, oh, I have my Ferrari. No, you know, Italian suits, rolling up to F one. Dude, I would love to freaking go to an F. Have you? Would you ever get into that F one photography? Yeah, I'm currently trying to get into race race photography i've done a couple of photos at racetracks i've actually got a connection that i could give to you that it was a buddy of mine that i went to school with um he is a uh he's a head head of the pit of his pit crew or whatever for um uh their car and so i could definitely get you in touch with them his name's casey 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 something what kind of racing is that like NASCAR? Like NASCAR racing, if you if you ever wanted to. I, mean, I don't know. I can't say that I know how far it would go with him, no, but listen, I know that he's into it, and I know that that would be like the connection just there. Just you know, I appreciate that. No, for sure. That's all it is. Putting one person in touch with the other and Facts. letting it go from there. So I do appreciate that. No, for sure. Um, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to distract you or anything. No, 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 no distraction at all. But I am trying to get into that. Actively. Okay. So, but classic or classy car. It's so hard. I'm trying not to say Rolls Royce because we've just been talking about them. Yeah. Uh, it'd probably be like a vintage. Yeah. Vintage. <laughs> yeah. There's just one car, but I'm. I, why am I? I don't want to say. It. I'm trying to think of something else, but I guess I will say it. It's a. Uh, actually. Well, it's that's a Lamborghini, but it's a vintage Lamborghini. So should I say something else? What about like no, a, you could. What about like a '58 Corvette or something? Is that just not it? I haven't shot one. My granddad had one and he sold it. What color? Red and white. Mm. It was it was like when you think of a car as like sexy mm-hmm. and like timeless. That thing was sexy and timeless. Yes. I know someone with one, but opposite white and red. White and red. red yeah. It was more red and then it had like you know the the, the C or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that was the white part mm-hmm. and it was dope. But like I mean, Corvette's a little like when you're talking Rolls Royce and like things up here. Then like you have Corvette that's about. You know, a little bit lower as far as price range, but I mean, they're still, you know, timeless, classless cars. cars. I guess I'd say Ferrari 250 GTC Lusso. Hold on. Ferrari 250. This is when we'll have George. 
Ferrari 250. Now, G- what are you, a Lamborghini or yeah. a Ferrari guy? Yeah. Say GCC? Guy. GTC. That's okay. GTC what? Luso. Luso. Oh, that thing. It's like the, that thing's good looking. What about those? What about the Bond car? I knew you were going to say I that. Because just looking at the silhouette, I was like, he's going to mention that. That's the, so, yeah, this car. Oh. It's a good looking car. That's like that's like. Uh, and the one yeah. I took a picture was literally this one. It's literally, literally that. That's sick. What is yeah. the Bond car? Aston Martin. Yeah, DB five, Superleggera or DB six Superleggera is the is the the classic Aston Martin one. Yep. But all of his cars are Astons. Well, he's had some BMWs. Is it a GT Zagato? No, no, uh, no, 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 not that one. Dang, that thing's selling for fourteen mil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, DB five or DB six. DB6. DB6 Super Leggero. Super Leggero. Super L E G G. Yeah, those are the names. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. You just lower those. Uh, lower. Yeah, that's not that sexy right there. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. You lower those uh, those head headlights and some machine guns popping out. And the bad guys are gone. On that Bond stuff, boy. Yeah. I like but to think of myself as a modern day James Bond. Okay. The name's Stone. The name's Stone. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. There we go. Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take a picture of old school cars. Do I take a picture of a lot of old school cars? I wouldn't say a lot. It's just when they come when they come to me cuz they're not common. So and a lot of the people who own those cars don't really like to take them out because they're very expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe if there's an event where a lot of them are coming out, we try to kill two birds with one stone, but it's it's more uncommon. Mm. It's more common, yeah. But I do. I will. Yeah. What streets do these cars drive on? I'm very curious because they're not driving in Dallas at all. So I will say I saw a ridiculous amount of Lamborghinis, Ferraris, um, Aston Martins, things of that nature down in Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston is a big uh, car world. I feel they've got a very or a lot of luxurious cars, more than in Dallas. I feel so. You 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 might not know. I mean, Dallas is a big. I could drop a couple of Dallas photographers off the top of my head. There's this one guy I follow, Dallas in Black, literally Dallas in Black. Mm. Huge page, sick stuff. Really sick stuff, man. Yeah, he's a buddy of mine. Jake is boosting the fuck out of our podcast today. His rolling shots are insane. His style, I love his style because every photographer has a different look. So whenever I see his photos, or if I'm scrolling, yeah. and I'll I'll see it, I'll know it's his before I even see the name. Yeah, I told him about that style. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and there's this <laughs> other guy, DFW Cars. Seen them? Um, you probably have on Instagram. Yeah. So those two are like my favorite Dallas photographers, but there, there, there's quite a few cars out here. There's really, a, yeah, man. Mm. So, but they do. These guys drive the cars on the roads. They drive them. Man, some don't, but they do. Yeah, they do. If they got it, they'll. they'll Up north, it. I could definitely see see it in like the Prosper, Allen, McKinney area where they have like you know nice nicely paved roads and everything mm-hmm. like that. But man, in downtown Dallas, where like I feel a lot of the money at least works. Yeah, I'm not. Oh man, it, I would I would hate to see one of those cars drive down one of those roads and just hit a pothole. Oh, well, game like, over. Yeah. I was in uh I was working in New York once and I just went 
me and my buddy went to Times Square just because he had never been there before. And we went and ate at this little Mexican restaurant that's like right on the edge. And this dude was literally like, he was either, he was picking up food from the place and he was driving a Urus, a Lamborghini Urus. And I was like, really? Like, this is probably the most, like, this is literally the most foot traffic place in the, almost the world. Like, maybe that place in Tokyo might be like, you know, that subsection in Tokyo? Where you see those like time lapses of like those billions crossing, of people. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe that's higher, but like Times Square in a day has I think I read the stat one, it was like fifteen million people are walking through Times Square once. And you're gonna bring your Urus to go pick up food from a restaurant? You'd be surprised, man. Why not? <laughs> if you have the money to do it, why not, man? Okay, I'd still you. go through the McDonald's drive through. I'll show you photos that I took in Times Square of Lamborghinis. Bro, that's like my favorite take is like the Taco Bell drive-thru is so, like, like, so, I don't even know what the word is. Like, uh, god dang it, I just went blank. Um, I don't know, man. There you go. I like the Lambo SUVs, too. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's the, people say Urus, but it, the correct pronunciation, if you'd ask Italian, is Good Urus. Lord. Sorry. Yeah. I saw a Lamborghini Urus. Urus that's yeah. insane. Picking up yeah, food man. from the See? restaurant. All right. We're gonna once we get the sponsorship sponsorship from Lamborghini, that'll be us just driving down, and then you'll be the guy in the car instead of behind the camera, and then you can get behind the camera because I know you yeah, like to do that that's too. Me, man. But that's, that's dope. That's all I do. That's, that's all insane. Do. Yeah. So how did, when Lamborghini reaches out, how do you get five people who own Lamborghinis to coordinate something like that? Though is it is it difficult? No. Are no, they no. okay? So most of them are pretty cool, cool about doing yeah. it. Sweet. So I actually help organize a Lamborghini only event rally we call it um it's called festival del toro so nice yeah it's the only lamborghinis like the last event we had like 70 something lambos together do a drive yeah and that's a, a sight to see and a spectacle to hear Where are you doing up north up in uh, the metropolitan area up in jersey um let me see if i can find you my favorite shot Whoa. is that like a guinness world record of like most lambos or something is there like a thing where it's like most lambos driving on the road at once or something like that because they've done we, that we with don't stuff. Have it. we don't have that record but yeah there, there is a record i mean the current one for most lamborghinis together would be lamborghini corporate holds that record i think they just broke it this year but they were all in sebring raceway if i believe that's cheating yeah, I mean the freaking the creator. Yeah. Oh, oh. Right. We have the most. Yeah, they just had Congratulations. Shy of, Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Just shy of four hundred cars. Um just parked up. Just give me one. Yeah. So I just need one. I'll trade yeah, you a dog. It's so really that's cute. only point two five percent of your stock. Right. Right. Nothing crazy, man. That's like you don't even notice that's gone. Yeah. That would be let's get some uh let's get some dogs and some expensive cars. That'd be sick. Yeah, so I'm actually, I don't even know if I should talk about this on camera because this is coming out next week. Oh. We'll talk about it after. It'll be, yeah, it'll yeah. be out after. When you, come, yeah, when you so. come back, you can talk about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it would probably have happened. Because you'll no, be a well, recurring Or guy. when we're in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we'll yeah. definitely talk about it after because we can, we For can sure. set something up. For sure. We can make something happen. Uh, yeah, and it's not hard to get the people together. They come and drive. It's all like-minded people. It's a networking thing, business. Mm. Um, people are, you know, feeding off of each other. You I'm know, sure, yeah. You? yeah. How could you help me? And people are just talking business or talking just like how we're talking. And five-star restaurant, nice scenic drive. I'm there to take pictures and post pictures and promote and market. So 
Yeah, man, I love that, and I do that for other people as well for different, like just supercar events and such. So, mm. do you ask them what they do for a living, ever, or do you feel that's a little intrusive? It depends. Depending on the client, of course. Yeah. yeah if he comes across, yeah. you know, a little bit more open, then I guess you would ask him. Most of the times, if I've never met them before, you no, don't, I ask. don't ask. Most, a lot of people, I still don't know if they're if if they're not obvious, if it's not obvious. And if they, not that they try to hide it, but if they're more private, mm -hmm. privatized, because a lot of these guys are super private. And yeah. Like, what do you do? And you never, you'll never know. I just leave it. Yeah. Because a lot of the times they'll tell you and other times I'll post it, you know, if they have social media, you'll see like, oh, he has a construction company. Oh, he's a, in the medical field. Oh, mm -hmm. he's, he's in this, he's in that, or he or she or whatever the right. case may be. So, but if they're kind of like super low key and quiet. I don't ask mm, because fair. I've noticed that they don't like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, they don't. They're just like, oh, it's like you're asking them how much they make, basically. Right. Yeah. And what I've seen on photo shoots, like when I'm taking pictures and I don't know, people walk up and they're like, oh, my God, is this a Lamborghini? And he's like, yeah, what do you do for a living? Like, this is so expensive. And but their mindset is right. Why they get upset. Right. And why this is just my experience so mm -hmm. i could be it could be off but what i've seen is they get upset because people think that it's something that's hard yeah to do yeah because a lot of the guys that i know weren't silver spoon kids or yeah. don't come from money they built it themselves yeah they're like yo i didn't get my first car till i was like 20 something i used to walk to college yeah, yeah. I was walking like I had. Yeah, I have a Lamborghini now, but I put in work for this. I didn't just I didn't get this Lamborghini overnight. Right. I had to put in work. I had to do X, Y, Z. You know, I have a, I still have a regular job, but I started a business. You know, a lot of these guys salary jobs are like 60 grand. Right. He's like, yo, my salary is 60 grand. I'm like, how do you afford this? Because I have a business. Mm. So and those are things they work to and built. Yeah. It's because when you see those cars, people automatically think, oh, boom, rich. Oh, you come from money and yeah you got given this to you right but no that's often sometimes that is the case <coughs> and though there are those people yeah but a lot of the guys and gals that i know regular yes yeah. regular like, day Yo, I, yeah i worked for this it was it's all it's all up here man if you want a lambo like you i believe you're gonna get your lambo or your ferrari yeah, Ferrari. Like, look at your Raptor. You're, yeah. you're really <laughs> We're trying, man. Yeah, whatever you Quarter want. Quarter of the way. Mate. Yeah, you can. Eighth. Eighth of the way. Yeah, it starts <laughs> with a mindset, man. It starts with a positive mindset, abundance mindset. You can't be negative, man. You literally mm -hmm. have to be positive. I'm, I'm a person of faith. I'm a man of faith, so I believe in the power of prayer. Very much so. You pray about it. And that's, a, that's one thing. You know, I didn't know where this photography stuff was going to take me. I really didn't. It was just like, ah. Uh, Whatever happens, happens. Right. Because it, I was having, I was just having fun. Like I said, I wasn't doing this to make money. I wasn't doing this to, you know, make excess benefit or whatever the case may be. I was, I love cars. I love to take pictures and just post it. Mm. So and whatever happens, I was like, God, whatever happens, happens. Thank you for this skill, because a lot of people said I was good at it. So I was like, I guess I'm good at it. And yeah. I just yeah. kept on refining the skill. Here I am. So that brings you me to. Next question of the Dubai stuff. So, how did I get to Dubai? Long story, not really long story. So I was I was uh, doing photo work for this group of dealerships in New Jersey, and a really uh, nice, genuine, genuine guy uh, who owns a really nice Porsche. Uh, 
would always hit me up to help out with the events and stuff like that to shoot for them for the, the Porsche dealership mm. and also the BMW dealership and stuff like that. So I don't even know how it came up. I don't remember. It's like kind of blurry. But fast forward, he was like, yeah, I have connections with the BMW dealership of the whole Arab Emirates. Mm. So like, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with them. I know the manager. I was like, hmm. I was like, I've never been to Dubai. He's like, oh, let me put you guys in. Let me connect you guys. I was like, that's it? He's like, yeah. He's like, I followed them. You know, they have millions. You know, yeah. Millions of followers. I was just like, okay. He's like, yeah, we're going to put you in a WhatsApp. Here I am freaking mess WhatsApping, messaging the manager of the BMW the Emirates. He's like, yeah, let's do a, a Zoom. And I remember... We were wrapping up a store build out because he gave me his availability. And, you know, over there, it's eight hours ahead. So it was like, I think, 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. for us. And it was like 9 for them or something like that. Or it was like maybe lunchtime for us, whatever the math is. I'm not mm. really good at math. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I remember I had to, like, dust myself off because I'm covered in sawdust right. and stuff like that. And you wash my face off real quick. And then we spoke and I, you know, asked him what he was looking for and he told me what he was looking for. And then I was like, all right, let's do it. We locked it in and that was that. The rest was history. So I went out there That's and sick. took some photos. And then while I was out there, you'd see this is the power of the network, man. Because while I was out there, he was like, oh, you've been to any of the showrooms in Dubai? Like all those ones that you see the YouTube videos on. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, not yet. I was, you know, going to do the work with you first because Abu Dhabi is where the dealership is is like an right. hour and a half west of Dubai, so it's a nice little drive. It's literally one straight road, like literally one straight road. So it's not through the desert, essentially. Yeah, yeah, but it looks nice. Yeah. Um. So I was like, yeah, I was gonna do the work with you first, and then he's like, listen, man, I'll, I'll put you onto the guys in the showrooms. I remember he made a call. He's like, yo, you know, he was speaking <laughs> Arabic, and then switched back to English. He's like, yeah, I got my friend Daniel from New York. He's like, listen. Um, he's coming tomorrow. I need you to be ready for him. And then, you know, they were, they just spoke, and then that was it. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, this one is ready for you. And I was just like, that's it? He's like, yeah, just go. You know, you tell him I sent you, and I, they have your name and stuff. And when I show up the next day, I show up, oh, hey, Daniel, da, 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 you want anything to drink, cappuccino? They're so hospitable over there. Oh, so yeah. So hospitable, man. Like, it's, 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 it's insane. So, and I remember I got keys to something crazy, like, <laughs> one of two in the world car right one of two in the world i'm looking at it i'm just admiring it i'm mm -hmm. not even trying to do anything i'm just like like that face you just made that was me i was just like dang like i never thought i'd see this car in person i saw a lot of bucket list cars in dubai to say the least and then he's like you want the keys and i was like huh <laughs> no i was just like huh. i was like hmm? the keys he's like yeah the keys <laughs> Like it was nothing. Like it was a keys to like a price, right. right? I was like, bro, this is like a ten million dollar car, right? He's like, yeah, hey, here's the keys. And I was just like, I just looked at him. He's like, he's looking at me. Like, <laughs> he's like, why are you looking at me so long? Yeah, he's like, why are you looking at me so <laughs> right. funny? He's like, take the keys. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> tell me twice. So, but it was all because of that, you know, that's sick. opening of that of door. Course. Yeah, and then and the person that you are too, because if he wouldn't, if he wouldn't have liked the person who you are, very true. Then he wouldn't have referred you to his buddies and everything like that. Very true. Bless you. So you're like, here's my address. If you're ever feeling generous, you know, if there's a big crate outside, <laughs> I don't know who it's from. Yeah. Uh, you know, thanks. Well, I, met, I met a lot of generous people. Like when I was in Abu Dhabi, 
there was this one gentleman like staring at me. And like, I don't know if that was the New Yorker in me, but New Yorkers don't take well to like people staring. staring. Yeah. Yeah. No. And if it's obvious, Texans don't either. It's okay. It doesn't change down here. Yeah. yeah. I was just, I was getting to the point of like, I wouldn't say aggravation, but I was getting there. Like, we want to confront them. Yeah. Like, bro, are you good? Type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, so, you want the smoke? Yeah, literally, Bro. because he was in the way he was looking at me. It wasn't like with a smile. It was like confusion. Right. Like so I was like, you had a problem. Bro? Like, right. And, but he was an older gentleman. But I wasn't giving up that vibe back back off. I wasn't right. emitting negativity, but it was in the back of my head because I'm like, and he's still there. I'm like, I was like, should I go and talk to him? And then right as I gave up and I was like, okay, I'm going to say something. He starts to approach me because mm. what I was using, uh, like an Insta 360 to 360 camera yeah, yeah. to make like cool videos for them. So he comes up. So apparently that's what he was perplexed <laughs> about. Yeah. So he was like, what is this? He's like, what is this? And I was yeah. like, oh, it's a, it's a, a 360 action camera. He's like, how does it work? Cause it's eventually like a little stick thing with a mm. fish eye to it. It looks funny. Yeah. 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 So I was like, oh, it's a, a 360 Ashley camera. He's like, what does it do? And I showed him on my phone because it's connected to the phone. He's like, oh. He's like, well, my family does a lot of like, you know, trips on waterways. We do biking, hiking, and, you know, they do right. adventurous things. He's like, this would be this would be nice. I was like, yeah, of course. It's not. It's relatively in, inexpensive. And then, boom, he asked me what I do, and I, I tell him. And this is, the, this is where this gets crazy because here I am going from – I have a problem with this guy or does this guy have a problem so like now we're talking yeah so he's like yeah and I told him I'm like automotive just like how I explained to you guys he's like you know what he's like I have a friend with some cars and I was like okay you know he said some cars right, right. here's where it gets crazy he said you see that building across the street and I was like yeah and I'm looking it's kind of like sunset-y but I'm seeing some cars like it's like a showroom mm-hmm. I'm seeing I'm seeing into the building right he's like you see that building across the street I'm like yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, that's my buddy's. Um, there's over 400 cars in there. They're all. That's his collection. I was just like, I was like trying not to like do the Grinch smile. Freak, right. <laughs> Freak out. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, there's over 400 cars in there. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Right, right. I was like, nice. nice. You know, try to not yeah, be, play it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah cars seen it before. Yeah, I've yeah. seen six. Yeah, something, <laughs> something like. And then he's like. I'd love to put you on. I'd love to put you on. Pulls out his phone. He's like, give me your number. Give me your number. And then we exchange numbers. You know, he's, now he's WhatsApping me. And he was really straightforward. He's like, you're going to be back down here in Abu Dhabi? I was like, if you if need I'm me. Needed, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Needed, I'm coming back. He's like, all right, give me your number. And then he gives me his name. I'm not going to say his name, but he gives me his name. And then he tells me what he does. Because he sounds, he didn't have an accent. Like a Middle Eastern accent. He sounded more American? Yes. Mm. So I was like, yo, I was trying to get a read on him. I was like, what is, you know, who is this guy? And he's like, yeah. Um, I, he's like, where are you from? I was like, I'm from New York. He's like, oh, my son goes to MIT. And then uh, he's like, so yeah, we spend a lot of time in Bo- in Boston and Massachusetts. Da, 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 da. We, we go back and forth. And then he's like, oh, I'm in this business. And then um, I was like, okay. And me, when people tell me things, I like hold on to it. Right. right. And then he's like, yeah, I'm actually here like shopping for a car for my wife, but I don't know which one to get her. So I'm just like walking in circles. I was like, okay, cool. And then he's like, all right, uh, thank you. know, great to meet you, Daniel. Um, you know, we'll be in touch. I was like, okay. And as soon as he walked off, I Googled him because something just told me Google this guy. Yeah. Right, bro. Billionaire. Literal <laughs> billionaire. Literal billionaire. Literal. Blast. I found uh, CNN, Al Jazeera, which is a... a, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, BBC. I was just like, 
articles on this dude. That's insane. His company. And I was like, okay. So I just like, I just spoke to a, a real life billionaire. <laughs> yeah. He was so, just you know, so chill. He was wearing a plaid shirt, jeans, <laughs> and like regular. He just, he didn't look great. Yeah. He, did, he just looked like a regular dude. And he was very calm, polite. He spoke to me, leveled with me, man. Right? Cool. And he didn't, tell me anything about his status you know he just told me what he did he was like yeah i'm retired now yeah and then i was like okay let's google this guy Mm -hmm. his friend across the street has 400 cars so and then yeah one thing led to the next and we were talking and he was like he was sending me like news articles because we started we found a common ground on news and current events um because i think he was like kind of feeling me out as well he's like oh so what do you think about this what's going on in this country yeah like able to to, to talk about it. He's like, okay. And then he just started sending me like a whole bunch of articles and stuff. So yeah. And that was a network. So it was literally, like I said, that domino effect that started with my friend Jay just, just keeps, yeah. I just meet people. I'm just doing my name, my business. Yeah. Guys watching me billionaire who has a billionaire friend and it just domino effect. Yeah, man. So it's not like I'm not trying, but it just kind of, Keeps it, happening. Yeah, man. It just happens. And every time I'm like, oh, it doesn't get much better than this. Something crazier, something crazier happens. That's crazy. It's like the people you never expect to be billionaires or even millionaires or even millionaires. Like where I'm where I like grew up most of my like developed mental years from like ten to twenty one. They're I mean, not talking about billionaires, but you know, like people who got millions of dollars in land and businesses and stuff like that. They just like they're profiting a million a year or like stuff that like me is in my profession i'm like dang like that's a lot of money um they're the dudes that walk into the freaking bank in overalls with freaking like 10 buckets full of quarters they're like hey can i deposit these or like can i get this like they're going to the coin star and it's like bro like you look like the most country bumpkin like and then you got these dudes in suits driving you know uh Escalate 2025, 2024 Escalades, you know, like just barely, barely scraping by, you know, all their money, millionaires. Yeah. So we call them in Dallas. All their money's going towards car payments, house payments, probably child support, (laughs) you know, number of things that, and it's just those people that you never would have expected. Yeah, the man. normal looking folks. That's, that's a common commonality. A hundred percent. You never, those are the ones you'd never expect. The only thing, what I'll tell you, what I will say, the the distinguishing factor is always the timepiece. Yeah, buddy. That watch. That, always that Roly boy. What's not even that the Richard Milley. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, what do they call it? The AP? Yeah, Those APs? APs? I've seen some. Oh, my gosh. Some, I want to get into it so bad, man. I've, I want to get into watch collecting very bad. You can. I've started. <laughs> I've started. Have you? The, yeah, on the lower end. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I'm not going crazy, man. Yeah. Start with like a movement watch. Yeah, yeah. So mm, you, movement. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if you want to sponsor movement, yeah. We'll wear your watches. You can definitely, because and they retain value, and you know they're just like you know let me spend a calm three hundred grand, or four hundred grand, on no this, shot this this. And it's nothing. It's nothing like bedazzled it's not no it, it's it nothing depends. crazy it depends but yeah for the most part they're just playing like the richard mills you know you got your rm 011 watch 425 or stuff like that you know i had because i had a client well i still have him um he sells watches yeah so like the most that's the most expensive watch i could actually put on my wrist i'm just looking at it like this is nearly Insane. half a million dollar watch good lord 
It's like that. <laughs> do not it's like that me. Lil Wayne story where like that the dude asked. I can't remember what it was. It was like the dude asked him what. Uh, I can't. It was something about his like passport or something, and Little Wayne was like, "Oh, like he was just fine with the thing." And it was the guy from Abu Dhabi, or like the the Syrian, the oil guy, the, yeah, the the king, king of, king of oil, king of oil, whatever his name is. And uh, he was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry for your inconvenience. Like, here's a watch. I think it was like a Richard Milley watch or, or Philip Patek or whatever it was." And then he goes, "What Lamborghini or Ferrari?" And he's like. I just thought he was asking me my preference. He was like, I like Lambos. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, and he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what color? And he was like, black. And it was, he's like, doorstep two weeks. Doorstep two weeks. <laughs> and the guy's like, bro, what? That's, oh, that's how it is over there, man. So there's a lot. There's just a lot of things. And one thing just turns into the next. But yeah. one thing the car guys have in common is that they all are. They all have watch. a timepiece. Yeah, they're all into that. That's a distinguished. They'll have the regular clothes, you know, shorts, ball shorts. White tea, hundred K on the wrist. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. So chill. I love it though. Yeah. Try. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Cool, man. Cool, yeah. cool. Jake, do you have any questions for him, man? Man, I think that wraps it up as far as the interview portion, right? Huh? I figure is it well, is there anything that, there anything man, that you, that you wanna, wanna that you wanna get out that you got on your chest that you feel just needs to be heard or a story that any crazy stories that you got? Any man. Uh there's a few crazy stories. Willing to share on camera? Not sure. <laughs> but uh, one thing I'd be <laughs> willing to say about uh, this field of work, automotive photography, photography mm. in general, but specifically automotive photography, since we're since we're talking about this. Right. If it's something you want to get into, this is something that I tell every person that I meet that's starting out. Be yourself. Don't try to be someone you're not. Just be yourself. Be a clean person. Be honest. Be open. Be a people person. But have the skills to back it. Because there's a lot of times I get invited to places and I don't need to use my camera. I'm not, I'm not taking photos. Right. But I still get invited. You right. Know? Otherwise, like, why are you here type of thing. Right. So that's when it kind of clicked as to, okay, I'm more than be more than just a cameraman. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. there's a lot of people like, oh yeah, he's just a cameraman. Like, but no. Yeah. You can have a conversation. And one thing I I like to do, I give people like hot wheels and stuff. Yeah. So, but I do apologize because I knew I was forgetting something. Oh no, you're good, dude. No, Next no, time, I apologize. Yeah, when we go to New York, yeah, yeah, when we come to New York. But I have them down in San Antonio. I have them. I had them, and I knew I was forgetting something. You know when you always know you're forgetting something. Oh, you don't know what. Every so, trip. Yeah, I don't want to make you feel bad, but it would have went right up there. And that's fine. That's fine. Every, no, I'm just kidding. I'll, <laughs> be able, I'll be able to watch every video. And be like, that's yeah, that's that my was... piece right there. <laughs> Thanks. So I guess that brings me to the car collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. model yeah. car collection. I don't even know where to start with that. Man, just just talk about. Just give it. us a little summary. Yeah. So I collect model cars, different size scales, which you know means sizes. Hot Wheels, Matchbox, you know, your standard three inch. I've got about a display of seven, like 8,000 of those. Dang. Yeah. In cases, in the wall, display cases on the walls. Yeah. Uh, I like to, sometimes when I like have time on a weekend, I'll like do a questionnaire thing on Instagram and I'm like, name any car. I've seen those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then people put a crazy car and I'll just show them having You got it. <laughs> yeah. 
because I like that stuff. I just love yeah. cars. And then I have the a bigger scale. So see like my little Aston Martin right here. My yeah, little so Lego this, Aston Martin. This is one. Sorry. No, you're good. This is one twenty four. One twenty fourth scale. Let's see if it says it. Probably not. Because just because it's Lego. I mean they 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 might. Do they say it on Lego? No. As opposed to like a. Because they'll just have like a. Sometimes they do, but it might not because it is Lego. But yeah, this is what a one twenty four. So this is one twenty fourth of. Oh, this is the the James Bond car. This is the, yeah, the yeah. same one. Yeah, DB. This is a DB five though. Um, but the ones that I predominantly collect are about a foot long. That's a 118 scale. Oh, that's sick. Um, Do you yeah. have a wall? Hmm? You have like a wall? Yeah, yeah. I can show you photos <sighs> of those too. So, what's one that you know you don't have that you've that been aspiring to find? Ooh, like the one. The one right now. Well, there's a couple ones, but the number one one, I'm just not willing to buy it yet because it's so expensive. Is Pagani Zonda R by Auto Art. And right now it's like around a grand <laughs> and change. Pagani, Pagani. So P A G. Okay. P A G. Pagani, right? P A G A N I. P A G I N I. Zonda Z O N D A R. And then just put one forward slash 18. Let's see. Eleven hundred. Uh, yeah, the Zonda R eleven hundred new, nine hundred and sixteen used. Yep. I think it's dope Lord. though. They got the Pagani Huara for three ninety. You got one of those? Yeah. That's sick. You got a Pagani. You got a Roadster Red too, or just what? Uh, what is yours? I have a green Roadster. A green that's insane. Roadster. Yeah, that's just one one section. That is and literally I a, I insane. I Fourteen of these. Okay, oh I'm gonna bleep. Gosh. I'm gonna bleep it out. Mm -hmm. But how much is your collection worth? Everything. Yeah. Over a hundred thousand. Well over a hundred thousand. Okay. You, you don't have to bleep that out, but I'm not bleeping it out now that you said that. Now that you said I would have, but now that you said I didn't have to. Yeah, I mean, because it it is costly. I'm not gonna lie, and it's not for the faint pocketed or hearted, but I just can't it's help a, myself sometimes. Bro, yeah. it's, a, it's just like yeah. I need it. If I love the car. I won't just get anything to get anything. I need to like, actually. Here's another, there's another side, and these are like they're very detailed. Like they're not That's toys. A lot of no, people yeah. think they're nah, toys. bro, they're collectibles. Yeah, like De it's like someone takes a shrink ray, and it shrinks the car, and like you could put a mini person in there, and they drive off. Yeah, for real, it's got yeah, a real I, engine in it. It does, yeah. Parts, fluids, everything. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so if I've seen the car in person, I need to like get a model. So like, oh, for sure. The, that's the oh, that's sick. <laughs> the same design. Yeah. So, and I'll show you the Hot Wheels wall that I have. Did you ever try them doing them in, like, car shows? Like, I have. I have. So, okay. So, that's so, kind of how I started doing it with my dad. So, we... So, George asked if you ever did a mini car show with the models. With my cars. So, right now, I haven't done anything crazy. But growing up, every Saturday night, we would take all the car, the Hot Wheels we had and, like, park them on the living room floor and, like, sleep in the living room, like, sleep on the floor. Um, That's sick. That was, like, how we bonded. And then it just stuck with me. And as I got older, I just 
you know, and got my own money and started going crazy with it. Yeah, yeah. His, he has his own. He loves the older stuff, you know, the stuff he grew up with. And I, I like some of the old stuff, too, but majority, you know, stuff that I know. Um, and it just became a hobby. I sell, I buy, I sell, but mainly buy um, and display. So that's my... And a lot of people know me for that as well. They're like, oh, you're the guy with the Hot Wheels. You know, anytime I show up... If I if I have e extra ones, I'll bring them and I'll give them out. Like I did this BMW event and I brought a ton of BMW Hot Wheels. Let me see. People ever like slide into your DMs and just like get like send you all the time? Yeah. And sometimes people be like, yo, I need this one. Yeah. You know, I, I need a model of my car because I can't find one. I'm just like, yeah, I got you. Bro, do you know like how much you're... TikTok, if you made an account everyone that was based off that, 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 would blow up, bro. Everyone says that. Like, that's not the goal, but like like you said, that's not your aspirations. I need but someone like, to run it for me. I'll, shit, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's dope. Let's go to Dubai together. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Yeah, so it's just, that stuff just brings me like overall joy. Some people, everyone, you know, people collect, some people collect sneakers, some people collect Pokemon cards. Yeah. Some people collect Funko Pops. Yeah. They just collect model cars. That's so sick. For the car people, you know, for non-car people, that might be like, why are you spending so much money on, money on model cars? What car did you have for us? Uh, pickups. So I had like a, because a, 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 I could I you get, it. could you find me? Just send me the link to the Raptor uh, that well, I have. I just send it to you, bro. Oh yes, please. It might not be actually. I think there is a silver one. It just might be silver. It might have a red stripe on it. I could Mine has it. a red stripe. Yeah, I think yeah. you have that one. And then I think the one I was going to give you was like a, a trail boss. Yeah, like boy. 1500 or Let's something like go. that. Let's <laughs> go. So, but yeah, I could send them or whatever. Dude. If you have like what I do, to, what I do, I'll ask people, but they, they never see this coming. I love it. I'm like, yeah, what's your favorite car? And then they'll tell me. And then like weeks later or whatever, randomly, I'll just show up with like a hot wheel of it. Cause yeah. I, I like to give huh. like out of my heart. Fair. I'll buy it regardless of the price. And I'll just give it to them. And they're just like, well, like I drive a Pagani Huayra Roadster, like a Roadster Red. So if you could give me one of those, <laughs> like that'd I be pretty cool. No, don't give me one of those, bro. This, but a smaller one. A okay. Smaller one. I could send you a nice, a detailed smaller one. They're not that. They're not expensive. They're relatively inexpensive. So. Bro, this dude's hooking us up. Yeah, man. I'll, what's your favorite car? George. Sixty nine Mustang. Sixty nine gotcha. Mustang. What color? No, I know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to think of if, if they have those or if I have that. No, I'm lying. Is it a 69? The 492 boss? Ooh, fastback? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. 69, 492 boss, fastback yeah. is what he said. Not a big fan of that body style. Not a huge fan, but I like them, but I'm not like a... I'm not a diehard fan. Mm. Yeah, the look, the boxy, yeah. and mm -hmm. hard edges. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like those older uh, challengers, like mm. the you know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. Those are dope, yeah. and they're powerful, bro. Got that Hemi V8 and that sucker. <laughs> you know Slap what I'm saying? a supercharger on it, and you're good to go. You say. Yeah, yeah. You hit that thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Dominic Toretto mm -hmm. type stuff, bro. Family. 
You know what they say. <laughs> right. <laughs> Family over. You ever watch those those movies and you're like, <laughs> oh, I've seen that car. I've taken pictures of that car. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, because it gets to a point it just where... just gets boring, doesn't it? <laughs> I wouldn't say boring, but it's like... Uh, Seen that. Yeah, yeah. There, it can be underwhelming. Yeah, and there'll be that's times, a good way to put it. Yeah, I won't want to take pictures because you can put any Lamborghini on... Well, not on Earth because I haven't seen every Lamborghini. There's one... One Lamborghini. I'm trying to think. like what The Lamborghini that I haven't seen in person. Yeah. The Sesto Elemento. Mm. Like, <laughs> sounds that's enchanting. So that's one Lamborghini I, I have not seen, and I will freak out when I see it. Mm. But if I've seen it in person already, I'm just like, I could literally just walk past a Lambo and like not look at it, which I do a lot. And people are like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, which I understand. But me, it's like driven it, seen it, photographed it, countless. As times. humbly as possible is like you're saying this, but like, yeah, like yeah, like you're saying, you've seen it, you've been there, you've. You've googled over it before, yeah. and now you're just like, bro, it's like when you when it, it gets repetitive, and I never thought I'd get here because when I had first started and I met people who were, you know, really high in the food chain, they're like, bro, w- talking how I'm talking, I was just like, oh, I'll never, I'll never be like that. Yeah, like, mm. how could you? How how could you be like that? I'll love these cars forever, but. You're like, oh, look at that Huracan. You're like, that's like one of forty thousand, bro. I've seen no, like literally. a, I've seen the Bugatti, uh, Chiron, uh. But it's not even I've seen this, I've seen that. It's just I've seen it so many. After you've seen them hundreds, literally hundreds of times, you've it's been in It's just another car. Yeah, yeah man. It yeah. becomes, like, regular to you because yeah. I see those cars. And I don't know if this makes sense, but ever since I started to work with those cars, I always see them, like, there's literally maybe not a day that goes by that I don't see a supercar, mm-hmm. even when I'm just doing nothing. Because like, what's what your eyes looking for now. Like you've yeah. Like, your trained eye is, like, you're looking like for even more. when you're looking on like a highway of yeah. like hundreds of cars driving by in like two seconds, you're like, oh shoot, that's it a just they just pop up. Like how many times do you see a Lamborghini on the highway? Like uh, on my way here, a Ferrari F12 drove past me. I was like, oh, Ferrari F12. And then heading south, there was like a Lamborghini. There was like a group of Lamborghinis. There was like forty yeah. of them. I was like, bro, you'll see them on 75, and they're oh, all yeah. racing each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you're like, you're the reason that freaking 75 is blocked yeah. up for 55 minutes <laughs> <laughs> on a, on a no joke. Monday at 3 o'clock. I see them all the time, and I'm just like, so it, it every time I do, I do go to take photos, I have to motivate. I have to get, like, hyped up right? Yeah. because I don't want to underperform and yeah. take mediocre photos, which I do fall victim to sometimes when it's, like, a repetitive thing. Mm. So yeah. yeah, I feel you. Yeah, man, that's the... The long and short, but mainly long of it. Dude. I feel you. What an interview. Well, as we move on to our last segment of the pod, it's been a great, great conversation here with Dan. But, uh, George, what you got for us? Hot takes. He's prepared. Hot, got a hot. Feeling hot, hot, so hot. I did have one hot take just because you're in the automotive industry. Um, what do you guys feel about? I'll repeat it. Go ahead. Say it. Oh, I'm sorry. About the the expiration on gas vehicles. So, how so soon do you think gas vehicles will be will be um, obsolete. obsolete to the public? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that we'll just. Also, will it in any way, shape, or form bring a obstacle? 
So the question is, will or will and or when will gas-powered vehicles become obsolete? And will that affect automotive photographers? Then something else. Okay. Uh, So every state and country for that matter kind of has a different legislation or rule or guide when it comes to the whole expiration of the gas cars. So like New York, I live in New York. They say by 2030, they don't want production of any more gas cars. So after 2030, every car that's made in New York has to be electric moving forward. Am I happy about that? No. There are many people not happy about that. You know, as a car enthusiasts, I don't think it's something that we look forward to. It's nothing that I look forward to. I don't I don't really like the fact that they want to make gas cars obsolete. And if you really think about it, as bad as this, as crazy as this may sound to the viewers who are watching at home, but I want you to do some research and really think about what I'm about to say, is electric vehicles aren't much cleaner than... Mm gas-powered vehicles. Because mining for lithium is terrible for the earth. The pollution for that alone is immense and that much more of mining for fossil fuels and fossil fuel refinery. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, electric vehicles also have emissions. There's a very small percent of CO2 coming out of the battery Mm -hmm. as a byproduct of the electrolysis or whatever the the process is called inside a battery. I think it's called electrolysis, but I might be wrong. So they do emit uh, CO2 as well. Um, I don't want to get too deep with it as into why I think they're pushing for the whole electronic vehicle thing because they try to say we're running out of fossil fuels, but that's not the case. I personally feel like there's enough fossil fuel and oil to go forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Mm. So that's like saying, oh, we're going to run out of water. Right. You know, which is not the case. What they have said that before, like, oh, California's in a drought. California's out of water. Da, 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 da. Work with, you know, but they're still around. Um, how would that affect the photography? Um, I guess in comparison with gas cars, I don't think it would be too much of an effect in the beginning stages. Maybe when it gets like 50 years down the road and there's a whole new generation who doesn't know what a gas-powered car is and somebody who has a gas-powered car, yes, then I think there'd be a difference. Like, okay, we're going to charge. You know, I probably might not. We None of us might be around to see that, but maybe like there'd be a premium on taking photos or capturing those gas-powered cars. Right. So, um, yeah, I think those are the answers for that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. How do I feel about cryptocurrency and blockchain technology? Um, you kind of explained a little bit of this earlier. With, yeah. So crypto, how do I feel about it? I think I'm indifferent. I think I'm, I have done some crypto investing. I, I probably was one of the earlier crypto investors um, back in, it wasn't that long ago, it was like 10 years ago maybe. Um, I had some Bitcoin, I had some Litecoin, I had some Ethereum when they were all new uh, before the first initial Bitcoin 
bubble burst in 2016, I want to say. It was either 15 or 16. It was one of those years um, before it capped out at like 20 grand a Bitcoin. I told everybody like, yo, this is going <coughs> to, this is a balloon because it's, it was essentially backed by nothing. And I mean, the U.S. dollar is not backed by anything either, but kind of goes back to what we were saying in terms of things only have the value we give it. And that's the only yeah. reason why the U.S. dollar has value because we give it that value. But right now, the value of the U.S. dollar is decreasing because it's being devalued because it's being used by less and less and less countries. Mm. A lot of European countries, a lot of African countries are ditching the U.S. dollar. Uh, oil is, yeah, oil is no longer traded in the U.S. dollar. Saudi Arabia and China made a deal. Now it's traded in the, the yeah. yen. And if that's not scary... Pretty scary. It, it should be scary yeah. for people who live in America and work for U.S. dollars. So, which is where I think the benefit of cryptocurrency comes in because it's not tied down to one specific country. And it diversifies your portfolio a little bit. Right. And, right, it diversifies your portfolio. And it, it gives a little bit more safety because, say, the U.S. dollar tanks, right, and it goes down to zero. If you have money in cryptocurrency, you can use you can use still live right right with people who take crypto and crypto is becoming more widely accepted. Like if you want to buy a Lamborghini, you could buy a Lamborghini in crypto. They accept crypto, and more and more um, corporations and companies are starting to <coughs> accept or have accepted crypto, like valid crypto as as payment. So it's it's more it's becoming more and more and more uncommon across the board. Uh, so it's beneficial, but it's something you definitely have to do your reading on. Well, like anything else, but crypto, if it comes to your finances, you definitely should do your research on it. But the blockchain is going to be something that I think going to be essential and imperative that everyone should learn about because the excuse me, Federal Reserve is working on excuse me, minting a digital dollar. And if you want to be technical... Our dollars are pretty much digital already because you get a paycheck. You never actually see that money in cash unless you take it out. Yeah. And you can't even go to the bank to take out cash. Like, I go to the bank, hey, I need 10 grand. We don't have it. What do you mean you don't have it? Oh, we have to order what? it. What? Well, we've loaned it out to everyone else. Right. right. Which so, is crazy. Small banks. Right. And that's what they do. Stay small. You're giving the bank your money, and they're making money on your money. Yeah. And you're just staying like, the same. It's right. just like you keep the same companies. amount in there. Yeah. You know what's crazy is like something that I learned last year. Uh, I switched from just going from like State Farm to Geico because you learn State Farm made bad investments last year. That's what I mean. Think about it. What do they what does State Farm even really do? How many people what percentage of people that have to have car insurance as a legal thing like to drive on the road? How many of those people are actually taking advantage of car insurance? Maybe a quarter of a percent of people who actually get in actual accidents and stuff. Right. Like, not that many people. Well, what they do is they take all your, whatever, your payment may be. You know, if you're under 25 and you're a male, it's the highest that it could ever be. Mm -hmm. You're paying 200 bucks a month, for, per se. And they're taking your money and investing it. And, you know, your rate will either increase or decrease if you haven't gotten any, any wrecks, you know, pending any variables that you've caused based on what they did. So, like, my very first, like, payment was like 165 and then like i ended up paying at my most like 268 or something a month and i'm like i i just asked i was like why right. and they were like well uh, state board made some bad investments last year and so we have to make our money back and i was like 
Huh. At least they were honest. F off. Like, <laughs> I'm going to Geico, and I say it, and I legit, you know, save 50%. Well, like, I saved 100 bucks a month. I'll change to Geico just for the commercials. Yeah, just for Gecko. Yeah. But, but same, 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 Next. like, idea. Yeah, like from Jake, not from State Farm, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, that was that was good. Uh, leave me hanging. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's you know the thing with the blockchain. It's and banks. It's all about what you know. So mm. yeah. well, cryptos to me is just so like only certain people know. Like the no. Yeah, mm. it's, st- it's so. It's very volatile too. Yeah, actually, not new. Well, it's no, new, it's just newer to the public. Yeah, it became more publicized and more widely used. But it's been around for like uh, Bitcoin has been around for a while, like, like ten years, yeah, yeah. No, thirteen no, more, years, yeah, like more. Yeah. As far as like the the price of it, so like Dogecoin, mm-hmm. like been around and it'll be around. It depends on whether they're gonna take a risk on it and okay, we'll start using. Yeah, like Dogecoin only blew up because of Elon Musk. Yeah. And he was a complete, utter savage for that mm. because he took hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> from hyping that cryptocurrency up and making it cool for people to, like, yeah, invest in it. He shorted it and made millions. Like, oh, yeah, Dogecoin. Tesla is accepting Dogecoin, Dogecoin, Dogecoin to the moon, all those memes. Yeah, facts. Yeah, and for, yeah, it was really cheap. And then he made it, he, he put the hype behind it. And people were like, yo, this thing's going to. Go Explode. up, you know. I could put thousands of dollars in it and and get all these shares. And when a share goes to a thousand a piece, I'm gonna be rich. Elon was like, Elon was behind the scenes like, Hey man, smart man. Yeah, real smart moves. And then Thanks. look at Dogecoin now. Trash. Gone. Back down into the to the gutter. Yep. So and that happened with a lot of different cryptocurrencies that because you could you could mint a currency if you want to. It's like, you hey, could. I'm gonna do the JT coin. Get the JT coin. It's like a DJ coin. It's a you know, it's cool. Build hype. Right. People are going to buy into it. The same thing what they did with the yeah. NFTs. So and that's wh- where governments get scared because these They can't right, control they can't, that. They can't be regulated. They can't be tracked. And like Bitcoin, a lot of criminal black market stuff go on. And they're like, we can't stop these guys because everything's through the blockchain. Like who has control over these things? So that's why governments like federal governments and the, the central banks are like, we need our own cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. to like Facts. right like what they did last month they have this thing that's in they they started this thing called fed now yeah do the research on that now they're literally seeing everything like there's no they gotta way. have their hand in the pot somehow shape or another because cryptocurrency at one point was literally just all the users were yeah. managing all the other users in a way right. it was, that's how it was connected there was no middleman body there's no middleman yeah. mm-hmm. it was just other people managing other people like, there's no, there was no, oh, I like for me to send Stone or you or you money on Zelle, Cash App, Venmo, what's the middleman? Venmo, you know, or our banks. Yeah. This was literally, I have this cash. It's like, it's like sticking your cash in a computer or turning it digital and then sending it to someone else mm-hmm. with no middle person to distribute and accept. It's like a mailbox. Yeah. And you're getting past all the fees. Yeah. Yeah. No, def- but the government had to be like, nope, yeah, like, like yeah, and they can, I mean, they could shut down the internet hell for all we know, and then that all of that stuff's gone. It's gone. Yeah, that's the dangerous part. Exactly. Right? That's where it gets like, 
iffy. It's not yeah. physical. Right. You can't. Tangible. Yeah, yeah tangible. All those people can say, oh, well, the government can't, can't take control of my Bitcoin because my... Well, they, they sure could it. turn off your internet. Yeah. They could shut off your power. Yeah. And guess what? With no then, power, how are you going to get your Bitcoin? I mean, people have been <laughs> blocked out of their, uh, yeah, their accounts before yeah. and everything yeah. like that. So, I mean, why wouldn't they just take $50,000 of your Bitcoin? Yeah. So I, is that where the, the loss of the middleman comes in where it's like, <laughs> I just logged out of my shit and I can't remember to get back in. Now there's no way that I could. Yeah, look for like a, you, can, you can't click a reset yeah, password. Yeah. yeah. Because if you do, that money's gone. Yeah. It's like the one dude. The one dude has like two tries or one attempt left. With seven million or some crazy number. Yeah. He doesn't remember his password. He bought so much Bitcoin like in 2013 when it came out. And a millionaire with no access to it. Some dude, the very first purchase ever made with Bitcoin was a a pizza. And they bought it for like 70,000 Bitcoin. And he was. And and the guys that created it were like, well, would you take Bitcoin? And the guy was like, shit, I guess. And so he did. He did. They were like, they were, it was like whatever. It was like a five dollar pizza, and he bought it for seventy thousand Bitcoin. It would be worth billions. Bi- yeah, it's the most expensive pizza in the world. Billions of dollars. <laughs> it's That's just insane. insane. Seventy thousand Bitcoins. Good lord. Yeah. Back yeah. when it was worth, Nothing. I don't know, like point, point zero zero two. Cents. Yeah. Cents, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how much one is right now. I think it's I think like it's 16, sixteen grand, isn't it? Maybe. Or is that like twelve now? Yeah. At the highest, it was at what twenty eight. No, at the highest, no, it was like sixty something. Was yeah. that sixty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh dang. Right now it's twenty nine thousand. Oh, so it's at twenty nine. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it hit sixty. Mm-hmm. They were projecting like a hundred. Yeah, a hundred to two fifty to a quarter mil, but it never, never. I just feel maybe like one day yeah. because they so uh, they're talking about doing uh or well how do I word this they're talking about no not transitioning but they're taking away or limiting the number of um, purchases yeah you can purchases make. you can make on it as well as the amount of Bitcoin available to the public that's why those miners are out there yeah so in that case is the government coming into play probably honestly maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Right. Well, and who, what's crazy is no one knows who created it. Yeah. The guy who created it's known as like, what's Some his Chinese name? Chinese guy. Yeah, and they make Mr. Yen or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Mr. Jin or but something. But they say that he's just like a front guy. Yeah, him. yeah. They say it's just an, an alias mm-hmm. yeah. of like a, a group of people. But like apparently, like no one knows who created it. So technically no one can buy See, it. Right. This dude's just in the shadows, like living somewhere. Where making that dude, he's making better as he should be. Because how many crypto uh founders died this year? I don't know, a dozen, 15. Just oh, this one crashed in his head, this one died on the sidewalk. Yeah, Yeah, they're just dropping, and people like, oh, they're just coincidentally dying. Hmm, yeah, okay, yeah. Whatever, I gotta bleep that out. Stop talking about that stuff. They'll they'll probably come for us. Yeah, it's all right. Listen. It was nice. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> can you say my car, car, car first? <laughs> None of us would ever commit suicide. Just Literally, saying that. Yeah, no. Nope. I'm not depressed. None of that. We are very, that. very happy. Right. I don't even know what suicide means. No. no. But they no. find a way to be like, well, they were drinking, so they were probably drunk when they said that. Therefore, it's not valid. Yada, 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 yada. 
Yeah, they're like, a brick fell on my head. Boys, wallpaper. What you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> the only suicide I know are doors. That's a joke. TikTok right there. Oh, yeah. But is that is that all of our... You got one more? One more? Okay. Okay, so George asked how we feel about the transgender community in sports. This is a hot, hot take. That's a controversial topic right there. We could be. (laughs) Hot, hot. All right, let's let's go in order. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. let's go go ahead. So you're the guest. Damn. So no, no, you can pick. (laughs) Do you want to go first? You want to go last? I'll just I'll just get it out the way. All right, all right. What you think? Let me just look directly in the camera. If this is the last time you guys see <laughs> me, uh, how I feel about it. I mean, it's opinion. We're entitled to our opinions. So Amen. Before you get upset, look within yourself and ask yourself why you're mad. Because I'm not. Amen. Amen. He's just, just saying his opinion. I'm not. As a man. Cool as a cucumber. Exactly. Cool as ice. Mm. Right. So, how do I feel about that? I'm as cold as ice. Exactly. But Sorry, right? you were saying? Ice, ice. Yeah, so. I personally don't think that it should even be a thing. Um, we do live in a very different world. I'm gonna pick my choose my words wisely. Mm-hmm. You know, don't want anybody to come for you guys. No, absolutely no, for sure. Yeah, I don't mind if you Before guys you come eat, for me. Yeah. You guys can come for me. It is what it is. I'm not gonna reply, but um, snap I, your own. Yeah. So uh, I, I personally don't think, you know, you know, God bless them. You, you know, you want to change your gender or your orientation or whatever, go right ahead. But when it comes to sports and an advantage, just just think about it. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't. I'm a man, right? I could throw a wig on or get reassignment surgery. I'm still gonna be the same stature, muscle mass, experience. Mm-hmm. You know, overall upper hand. You know, and put me in an octagon with a, in a you know female MMA. It's not good. I per, I don't. The women that agree to fight transgender women are, are insane. Yeah, they, I think they're you just too be, cocky. you got to be right. The level of, well, forgive me if I'm saying any of this thing wrong to the people who are experts on this. I don't know if, I'm sure the guy still has testosterone coursing through him versus little, very little testosterone in a woman to testosterone full, once man, now woman, muscle mass, yeah. Dense, denser bones. Yeah. Right. Different experience overall. Just overall different body structure. Right. Complete. You know. And I'm sure we've all seen that. You've seen that video of that fight with the transgender. Mm-hmm. Bro, I, beat I was, the brakes off of that girl. Bro, like honestly, <laughs> it wasn't fair. It was not. Like I did laugh. Yeah. Because I'm like, what were you thinking? You, you yeah. did you really think you were gonna win, girl? Like, no, no, right. So and if vice versa. Women in men's sports. I mean, it's just odd. Like I said, we do live in a we do live in a, a different world, a strange world. I'll say that for lack of a better word. What's gonna get done about it? They're just gonna find more ways to 
facilitate yeah. and yeah. it's not going to, I don't think it's going to be an issue or seen as an issue. It's like, oh, you know, it is what it is. Just like, oh, they're who they are and we have to accept them for it until like something crazy happens. Say there's a fight, MMA fight and biological man like accidentally kills someone in the ring. Then they'll be like, okay. Oh, we can't do this anymore. Right, right. Th- then we can't. And then I've right. seen, I did read this other article. I think it was a swimmer. It was a man who turned himself into a woman and he was winning in women's swimming. Yeah. And like yeah. winning by like miles. Yeah. And they're all like, nah, we he can't. Was, yeah. We have to get him out of here. Because, he wasn't even top 75 right. in the men's division. Right. Yeah. And he came and just smoked all these women, right? And then they're like, okay. First they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, inclusion, da, 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 whatever. And he's out here. Came from the bottom in the men, and now is skyrocketing himself. Winning gold medals and right, things like for that for women, and yeah. he doesn't even look like a woman. Like he looks like a dude, still a dude or whatever the case may be. And I'm just like, you know, now he's has a monopoly over the competition. Then there's a problem. So it's I think it's only convenient when it's convenient. Yeah. For the sports people. Yeah. Or whatever for the people the participating. Yeah. Yeah. But until it becomes something like that, the biological man is physically dominating, dominating. on a level that can't be matched by the woman then it becomes an issue yeah so yeah, yeah i don't want to go no. too 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 deep but yeah it's just i mean it is what it is i i'd personally you know if i'm going to be playing ball or playing football or whatever with my guys i'm going to you know we're rough yeah we're rough and we know yeah. we could take it but if i you know those when we were younger and the girl wanted to come play you know we're playing two-hand touch or tackle or whatever, right. you know, you take it easy on the girl. Right, because yeah. that's what you're expected to do as right. a gentleman. Exactly. Not as a man, man, but as a gentleman. Right. And you know they physically can't take that. You can't right. sack her. She's going to be bruised right. and hurt, and she's going to cry. You could sack me. Yeah. I'm going to get up, brush it off, like, yeah, man, good one, man. <laughs> good tackle. Yeah, we're yeah. going to do it again. So, yeah. you know, it's just a different mindset. You know, if you want to wake up one day and say, hey, I'm a squirrel, that's cool, man. Power, power to you, man. Yeah. Power to you. Let me know how that works out. Mm-hmm. I know winter's coming. You better yeah. hide those. Nuts. Equi- yeah, they, yeah. She did hide those fat. nuts, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some of them did hide those nuts. And everything. So. All I'll say Thanks. is I know Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, they could kick my ass oh, yeah. any day. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. you chop off Francis Ngannou's penis and call him a woman. He's gonna. Yeah. She will kill some suckers yeah. in that ring. Yeah. You know, the whole thing of, like, you know, respect to the, you know, the, the U.S. Women's National Team won the the soccer uh, World Cup, the Women's World Cup, four years ago. I think they're fighting in it right now. No, they just got eliminated, mm-hmm. I think, which mm-hmm. sucks. But, um, like, they won, you know, congratulations. You, you earned it. And then they went and they played the men's 13U team and lost. The, the national, the men's U.S. 13 and under team and lost by like nine goals so like when you come like there's and there's those girls like Brittany Griner at one point was like oh I'd beat DeMarcus Cousins in a one-on-one match and I'm like bro be real DeMarcus Cousins would beat you 11 to 0 with even an issue the freaking worst player in the NBA is better than the best woman player in the WNBA and that's it's not any it's not slight towards the WNBA it's just how biological advantage. Yeah, it's biological advantage. Yeah, it's not we're not talking about just the everyday, you know, you could probably take a hundred and twenty pound man and put him against a two hundred and fifty pound woman and she could probably beat the brakes off of him. Yeah. But if you get a two hundred and fifty pound woman and a two hundred and fifty pound man, it's gonna be a little bit different of a story. Absolutely. You know? So and it just man, it I think it makes it unfair to the 
to the women more so um, than yeah. the men. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it's, you know. Unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. And it, it it's not allowing um, young girls to, like, set goals for themselves. Why would they set these goals to be these amazing superstar athletes if they can't um, beat out a man, a biological man? You know, like yeah. that's and they know that that's what they're going to have to face eventually yeah. at some point. That's the crazy part. Well, just at one point, did we go? Did, did we really think, oh, yeah, they could take him? You know, like if you put Braun in the WNBA. Oh, my goodness. Bro. He could probably solo a team. He oh, could sure. he could play one v five and win. Yeah, yeah he could solo. He could easy dunk. Yeah. Easy. He would score every. No one's stopping him. All dunks too. Yeah. Like he is. <laughs> yeah, literally all three sixties. All, yeah, all yeah, win. Yeah. He's sticking where his nuts used to be all over Brittany Griner's face when he goes up for a dunk. Like, like sorry, but that's the case. There's no denying that. If you do deny that, like you might need to go get checked or get evaluated for Facts. some. Disease. Or, Disease or you Condition. know, yeah, something. I'm not gonna say it, but something. Yeah, just uh, wheels aren't turning. Yeah, it's a headache, honestly. It's a hot, hot take. It's a hot take. <laughs> yeah, that one's and yeah, let us know what y'all think about it. Yeah. Y'all think girls uh, or transgender women should be involved in uh, men's sports, or do you think, or transgender women be involved in women's sports, or do you think transgender men should be involved in men's sports? Let us know. Uh, let us know your feel on it. Yeah, it's our hot, hot take. Okay, I have a I have a quick last question. Just like throw it out there. Think about. Don't think about it too hard. What sport could you say? Okay, like you take away basketball, you take away football, you take away even soccer. What sport? Yeah, that a woman and a man could fight, or you know, not fight, compete mm-hmm. at at a at a at a professional level, and it would be equal. No, 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 you can't even do that. Golf. Oh, you know how much power no. goes behind that swing. The women's tees are fifty yards in front of the men's. <laughs> if you put a, if you put a man, yeah, nah, but bro. Still, there's a technique and power if you, as well. Because if you put a, so here, think of it this way, right? If I'm shooting 135 yards, I'm pulling out a p- pitching wedge. A woman's probably pulling out a seven iron. Any other, I mean, whatever. They're not pulling out a pitching wedge. Uh, uh. A pitching wedge can go higher, and therefore, like if I'm dialed in, it will land and not move as much. It might land and stick in that spot. A woman hitting a seven iron, it's going to go lower. It's going to go oh. faster, you know, in in relation to like more meters per second or yards per second or whatever. And it's going to either hit and roll, or you know, you'd have to put some wicked Power. spin on it. It's it's not the same. Maybe maybe pool surfing like billiards. Yeah. Or surfing. Yeah, I would say pool because pool doesn't pool. require much physical. It's more chess. Yeah, chess. Intellect. Intellect. It's kind of hard to say because when I think about it, you look at sports. I feel like every sport, every sport's history, it started with a man. Mm-hmm. Not, and that, I, I can't say that that's an actual fact, but like when you look at basketball, yeah. football, soccer, soccer baseball. Been around, yeah, yeah. Way long hockey, yeah, and these are times where females are meant to be inside, and you're not supposed to be out. So it's it's mm-hmm. kind of really hard to say which ones that that a female could really be better at because it's I feel like every sport was really meant 
for yeah, which is why they made female versions of these Later films. On. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if they were meant to be played together, they wouldn't be a different version and they would be co-ed sports. Right. If it was fair, but they know it wouldn't be fair. Because so they realized it from the beginning that right. men had a dis- clear. Or a, yeah, clear advantage over yeah. so uh, like, women, just biologically. I don't, I don't even think it's, it, it was that thought. Because you get those tomboys, females who are tomboys, but I think back in the day it was females didn't want to get their hair burned. Like, they didn't want it. It, it was a thing. There were, they so. played their roles yeah. more accurately. Mm-hmm. That's just a thing. That's another thing with society. But both sides... Some men don't want to be men. Some women don't want to be women. Some women want to be more masculine. Uh, especially nowadays. Yeah, and, and yeah, especially nowadays. And some uh, men are more effeminate. Not necessarily like homosexual, but they're just effeminate. And it's a result of upbringing, environment, influence, social media, all of the above. So that's just creating perpetual issues across the board. And not to say, not to put the blame on women, not to put the blame on men. Both sides are falling short, and that's just creating... A literal mess so it's up to both sides i mean i'm gonna take i'm gonna take responsibility you know when my kids come and make sure i do the best job in instilling a positive influence it's, it's funny because i had this conversation like on the way up here um same question like oh but what do you think about transgender in terms of like say if your kid came home and it was like oh daddy i want to be a girl mm. And I told the person, I was like, my son would never say that. And they're like, oh, how do you know that? You don't know. You don't even have a son yet. I'm like, my son would never say that. Why? Then the reason kids say that nowadays is because they're influenced in the curriculum. That stuff is in the curriculum in the schools now. Yeah. That stuff's all over TV. That stuff's all over social media. That's in the music. It's everywhere you look, especially for kids. It's easily accessible. Every kid you look at, they have the tablet in their hand. I didn't know anything about anything until i was i was late on in life i started to learn crazy stuff when i was like around 15 16 that was a combination of you know my family unit going to and going to private school so well, you have to think about influence the reason these kids do these things is because they're learning it they don't just wake up one day and say oh i want to be a fox they saw that somewhere so if you're not doing a solid job as a parent and instilling positive influence the negative influence is going to overtake right overtake that because remember kids are sponges so if you're not giving them anything good and doing your job as a parental unit as their first teacher they're going to go to school and learn all the the crap and bring it home and you're not going to be able to combat them because like oh i saw it in the textbook what you're saying is wrong dad right because you should have dad should have been on that since little timmy was younger but he waited he waited too long and a lot of people put put their kids in school and uh put the responsibility of raising the kids in the hand of the school which is not their job it's Mm. your job as the teacher i'm that like i was homeschooled until like second grade or something like that so my parents made sure we had our values our morals our standards instilled in us before we went to to school and we went to private school i was in private school until high school and then when i went to high school it's like a big shock i was like wow this is this is bad. That's like me. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is bad. But I never really had the want to like, oh, I want to do that stuff because I knew, you know, I was already wired, bro. So, and I would tell people like, you guys are on the wrong path, man. But the negative influence, yeah, it comes around you, all that drugs, money, sex stuff. You hear it, it comes real close, but it doesn't have that same effect because you already have too much positive influence instilled in you. 
So that's where we have all these disconnects, especially with the children, because there's no there's no positive role models. Nobody's it's children raising children. And, you know, it's just a perpetual mess. So we take like strong men, strong women, strong men like us and strong women like the women we have to to put more positivity and good back into the world because it's 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 a mess man it's a mess it's a mess like you know the bible says it's not we don't battle against flesh and blood but but spirits and principalities things we can't see that's that's the issue here so if you're not keen to that you'll easily be swept up because that's all it is either good or bad yeah well put that was great that was great Man, thank you so much for being here. That yeah, was dude. awesome. This has been great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate it. For sure. For sure. Jake, you got any last words that you want to say, man? <sighs> Bugatti, if you're out there, you we know love we're, you. we're here for you. <laughs> um <laughs> Lamborghini as well, Ferrari, uh all of the above. Aston Martin, even Maserati, you know, even, yeah, even throw, I, I'll take one. Okay. I mean, would you not take a free one? In two years, it'll be worth $30,000. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they're still... They're still take late. a C8. But, yeah. Over. C8s are... Solid now. What is it? C8s. C8. Oh. C8 Corvette. Yeah. Solid yeah. now. New Cor- model yeah. look. Chevy. Oh, dude. Would Which, never get behind the wheel of any of like an older model look just because I didn't... I hated the headlights or the taillights. Not going to lie to you. Not yeah, gonna lie, I like take. the more futuristic. That's for look. another. That's for another time. Another episode. Yeah, another episode Behind for the, the one in New yeah. York. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be coming. We'll come to visit you. You are now going to be a recurring guest. So thank you, thank you for coming on and talking very to much. Us and, thank uh, you for having me. It's been a great pleasure. Yeah, being able to talk and taking the drive and seeing Dallas and meeting for sure. You guys. Next time, for uh, sure, man. You have to show us around New York, and we'll uh, we'll show you around. We'll give you a proper Dallas. Welcome Definitely. next we'll show time. Show you guys some cars and heck yeah, come on, cool. it'll be a good cars time. and pups, cars and pups. Oh, and pups. dude, that's a combination right there. Right, it's a new podcast. That's come right, on. that's right. Well, <laughs> cool, that was man. a good pod, man. All right, brother, good Appreciate stuff, it, man. Appreciate Thank it, you guys. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. All right. All right.